0: Side note, Rio. Exceptional film? That was fine. Oh, I liked it. <laughs> I was hoping we could bond. Because we, we, we don't have enough comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind, it not work. We should end the podcast. <laughs> Otherwise we have nothing to talk about if it's not Rio. <laughs> I want to talk about Rio. <laughs> Welcome to Character Chaos. I'm Rhiannon, joined by my co host Margaret. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm right. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. We have not been laughing for the last like half an hour. <laughs> this wasn't the same like take of nope. this. <laughs> I kind of want to put one at the end now. Yeah. Of us just losing our minds. Yeah. was me being like, hello. <laughs> Every so often we just have a day where we just cannot do it. No. No. Well, we talked too much about, well, I am. It was too funny. <laughs> we weren't we were meant to start like, Half an hour ago. We want we're start on. like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> we went on a tangent about Will I Am. But it's fine. It's fine. We're here now. Hello. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't know either. What are we doing today? So, today we're going to be talking about Heartstopper and the two main characters from Heartstopper, aren't we? Yeah. I guess happy Pride Month. Sure. That's the yeah. whole point of this, isn't it? It's Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. We're going to talk about a really cute gay show for Pride Month. Oh, fuck, it's so cute. It's just really Oh my god, it's so cute. Mm -hmm. Kind of like two months ago. I love it. Yeah. It's so fucking sweet. She's kind of nice and wholesome. Yeah. It's kind of perfect for Pride Month, isn't it? Yeah, it was kind of an impulse. We didn't really know what to do. Yeah. (laughs) And so we did this. Yeah, we decided this like two days ago. Yeah. But, I don't know, it was nice rewatching it again. It's so sweet. Yeah. I keep waiting for something to go insane and then it doesn't, and it's just nice. I know. I mean, I think I've written down at some point, but, like, Euphoria was out in, like, February, like, kind of time. And I watched all of Euphoria. And then just going from Euphoria Uh to this. Yeah. It's like, Oh, the kids aren't getting shot down by the FBI. That's nice. Yeah. Spoilers for Euphoria. That is the last scene. That's the last scene. It came out months ago. (laughs) To be fair, I never watched Euphoria, and even I've seen that scene. Yeah. Yeah. Oops. It came came out months ago. It was ages ago yeah no. yeah this is this is nice and wholesome and cute. It's just so much more wholesome than any other queer content as well, yeah like I don't know. I have so much p t s d from trying to as a gay person watch other pe- gay people on t v mm-hmm. and just watching things go horribly for everyone yeah. that you're kind of on edge and you're like. And then something, you know, dramatic happens and you're like, oh no, they're gonna hate each other forever and like uh-huh. oh oh they got over it and it's just nice and everyone's happy. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no one got hate crimed, oh my god. That's a first. I know. Yeah. This show's yeah. adorable. Yeah. We're gonna talk about Nick and Charlie. Yeah. The two leads. Yeah. Just both of them. We don't really have a solid theme this week, do we? The theme is gay. <laughs> <laughs> Pride, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Wholesome content. Yeah. I don't think there's any other housekeeping. <laughs> I guess not. I mean, I guess who, do you have like who made it and shit? Um... We don't to say that, don't we? Like who plays them and who wrote it and stuff. Yeah, I've got some bits here. Which I was just going to put in the in the overview, but I can say now if you'd like. Do you want to say them now? <laughs> oh, go on. Go on. G- give us it now. Give us a treat. <laughs> I want to know now. So, obviously, Heartstopper is a Netflix show, and it's based off of a series of graphic novels, right? Mm-hmm. Created by Alice Osman, I think you guys say her name? Osman, Osman. I'm not quite sure. And it was written in, like, 2016. And there's, like, a web comic series oh, at first, yeah. and it's, like, books now, isn't it? The books can, like... are, like, huge. I've seen people's yeah. pictures. They're, like, massive. I know. They look pretty cool, though. Like, the mm. artwork's really cool. Oh, my God. The art style's adorable. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah, it got adapted into a Netflix show. I think Euros yes. Lyn, yes, director. The name that I kept seeing uh-huh. on the. Well, because every time I was so impressed with the directing. Yeah. I really loved all the cinematography, and every time I'd look for a name, I'd be like, "Hell yeah. yeah, you're awesome!" Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think they were a big part of like, adapting this show. Oh, that's nice. So that's fun. Um, I, don't think I have any other facts really? To no? be honest. Should mm-hmm. you see the actors? Yeah. Um so we have Charlie who's played by Joe Locke mm-hmm. and we have Nick who is played by Kit Connor. Oh my god, they're both icons. I love so them. They're so fucking talented. Mm. Oh my god. They they're like younger than us. Yeah. They're so fucking talented. Yeah. I just didn't remember before even watching the show like my mum had like BBC News on one day and they were interviewing Joe Locke and he was like yeah you know I'm promoting the show I'm doing my A-levels yeah and he he just finished them didn't he yeah he just finished his A-levels congrats Joe I think he did like English, Politics and History what a banging choice hell yeah that's awesome. this man has like the god tier of A-levels oh yeah no good for you man you did that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're both so good Mm-hmm. They're both so perfect in these roles. Yeah. They're just as wholesome as this show. <laughs> yeah. Also, they're both great on Twitter. They're both yeah. so fun. I don't think I follow them. I follow Yasmin Vinny, but I don't follow anyone else in the cast, I don't think. They often tweet at each other. Yeah. That's very sweet. That's cute. I always see just other tweets that come on my timeline. I always see them in the replies <laughs> tweeting at each other <laughs> just about random stuff. That's nice. They um tweet at drag queens, which I love. That's fun. Yeah. That's fun. See, I always get Toby Donovan's tweets on my timeline, who's, who's Isaac. That?
1: He's Sebastian,
0: Um. Oh Cro- yeah, Croft, is that his name? I don't know, but I know who you mean. Yeah. yeah he's great too. He always comes up on my timeline yeah. as well. They're all so fun. They're this just cast is fun. lovely. And they all seem like friends, which Everything is cute. about this show is so wholesome. <laughs> I know. It's so lovely. I know, I know. It's just lovely. I love it. Yeah? Should we do it? I mean... Do you want like some like basic info about people, or do you want like, like an overview of sorts? I mean, is that are they the That's same just... thing? Are they two options, or are they the same thing? That's the same thing. That's okay. That's the same thing. I'd love an overview. Okay. <laughs> please. One overview, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a very quick one, because... N- nothing happens. That's true. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah, nothing really happens. So basically, the show follows two teenagers, an all boys school, who are learning to like embrace their sexuality and like their feelings for each other, and also like follows like some of their friends along the way. So we'll probably be mentioning some of their like friends throughout oh, yeah. these things. So you have like Tao and Elle and Isaac, and then you have what's the name? Tara? Imogen and Tara and Darcy. Yeah. And Harry's not a friend, but he's also there. Fuck Harry. Fuck Harry. <laughs> And fuck Ben as well. Who's Ben? Um, Charlie's the boyfriend. Ex. Yeah, at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck Ben. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Ben. This an anti-Ben household. <laughs> Anti-Ben, but that actor is amazing. Pro Sebastian. Sebastian is lovely. Anti-Ben household. Anti-Ben. Yes. Doesn't he like? He always tweets about how much he hates Ben as well, doesn't uh-huh, he? Yeah. <laughs> no one hates Ben more than him. I mean, to be fair, it's always tough. I assume when you're an actor and you have such a dislikeable character, because you probably get shit all the time yeah. from people who can't tell the difference. Must be so much harder when you're like young. Yeah. And people probably feel more comfortable coming to you with that criticism when they absolutely shouldn't. Yeah. So like, good for him for knowing how to deal with it. Good for him. He seems lovely, but uh, fuck Ben in this house. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The real villain. <laughs> If I know is wholesome. The villain. One, one hell of a villain. Thanos of Heartstopper. <laughs> he could take on Thanos. I'd love to see it. <laughs> Hope he, could take on Thanos. He'll pretend to date Thanos and then break his heart and Thanos will be like, it's not worth it. Damn. Here's the gauntlet. It's he's, not worth it. He's a it. heartbreaker. What can we say? He's a Heartstopper. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. First Charlie on. Spring, now Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> if someone can take down Homelander, <laughs> it's Ben. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. Anyways, um. I'm so sorry. I've never derailed your overview this much. <laughs> I, I don't know how Thanos is here, but okay. He is now. Okay, so, you have Charlie Spring, who is a year 10 student. He's, like, the only openly gay kid at the school. He was, like, before the show started, he was, like, outed and got, like, bullied a bit for it. Um, he's pretty quiet, doesn't really like confrontation, and he kind of hangs out with, like, the quiet nerds mm-hmm. of the school. It's really cute. But, like, he really, like, kind of. He he does, like, open up and, like, have fun, like, around his friends and around Nick, like, specifically. Like, he does have fun. He's, like, completely, like, secure with sexuality. Like, he knows that he's gay. Like, he's, like, completely cool with that. He's just insecure in other areas Mm. of his life. It's really sad. Mm. But this man has no (laughs) self-esteem. There is no self-esteem I fully picked up on that, too. Mm. My small son... Not a Ugh. not a self confidence in the house. Mm-hmm. Just keeps saying sorry oh, every two minutes. My poor boy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he does go on like a bit of a journey where he does like learn to stick up for himself, and he sticks up for himself at the end of Ben. And you you know he just yeah, and like Nick like says to him, but like you know he just kind of learns that like he's worth something, and it's really nice. Mm. He was a nice little self journey. Mm. I like that for him. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have Nick Nelson who is a year 11 rugby lad. Legend. Mm-hmm. Way. <laughs> the amount of ways uh-huh. in this series. It, there were not enough. Not the, enough We ways. needed more, mm-hmm. more accuracy. It felt like I was like, oh, I'm in school. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I was Rose ready to duck from the imaginary football that was rolling around. <laughs> yeah. I was prepared. Yes, me too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, so he gets described as a golden retriever at some point, so much. Uh-huh. and i think that sums him up pretty well uh-huh. he's pretty like extrovert as well he had like he has a lot of friends but they all kind of suck mm-hmm. and he like hangs around with them because he feels like he needs to hang around with them to like fit in you know but like he kind of goes on a bit of a journey that like learning that it's okay to like be yourself you know it's nice and good for him and obviously the story follows along with like nick figuring out that he's bisexual as well yeah, yeah and that's everything Nice. Yeah. Thank you. Nice, quick, and easy one. Yeah. Because nothing to... happens, and they're so lovely. Because mm-hmm. I don't need to, like, bring in, like, a plot from fucking House Lannister on the other. <laughs> <list>. <laughs> so while we're with the Lannisters. Uh huh. Alright, so you need to know that Peter Baelish is doing this to know that, yeah, none <laughs> basically, of that. basically. None of that. Keep Peter Baelish away from Heartstopper. <laughs> <laughs> now I think about it, ultimate homophobe. Yeah. I see that for him. He's a bit of a homophobe. Whereas Sansa Stark, ultimate ally. I mean, ultimate queer, to be honest. True. I saw she, how she looked at Marjorie. Oh yeah, we were nothing it. straight about that. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. Okay, how should we go about this? Do you want to go one character then another? Yeah. Because I feel like as much as they are very similar, you know, it's the, it's the same plot. And yeah. They are spending most of their time together. I feel like they are pretty different. The, the, the story. journey is very different. I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Who do you want to do first? I don't know about you but I have a lot more for Nick than Charlie. Are you pretty even? Pretty even actually. Yeah. I don't know why. At some points I was like, I've nothing to say here, Charlie. Keep going. <laughs> Keep it up, I've got you know no what? notes. You do you. Yeah. Perfection. <laughs> I mean so, so, I'm so... Charlie first. Sure. Then? I mean we kind of start with him. Like, I feel like the first episode is very much from his perspective. Oh, yeah. And then in episode two, we get Nick's perspective, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like Charlie almost, like, starts and ends it a bit. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, I suppose... Yeah. I keep thinking in about the way. fact that kind of the last thing we see is Nick coming out, so I'm like, well... Yeah, not not quite, but you know. I feel like yeah. Nick ends up starting and solving his problems, so he kind of does bookend it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's also kind of the more... Uh, maybe just for us, but the more relatable one in a way. Who, yeah, Charlie? Yeah, he's kind of yeah. the one who I feel like he knows who he is at the beginning and he feels the most like already on the journey, whereas Nick's pretty oblivious for a while. Yeah. Yeah, take him take a minute, blossom. Oh, Nick. <laughs> yeah, I was like surprising myself with just how much i was relating to charlie throughout yeah. this season i i am charlie spring yeah I'm is he your variant- <gasps> oh my god so context um we keep trying to find variants for each other and i have a long list of variants mm-hmm. uh, like mycroft homes because we decided i'm insane mm-hmm. but we don't have any variants for you really this is perfect charlie spring we finally found one this man keeps saying sorry mm-hmm. like just for existing and the fact that, like, he will never, ever start confrontation. He will mm-hmm. never, ever, like, start anything of anyone because he doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings because he feels like his feelings aren't worth enough to hurt someone else. That mm-hmm. is me down to a T. Yeah. That is me. There he is. Charlie and cheaty. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. A club. I need some variants who aren't anxiety. I need some variants who aren't insane. <laughs> Yes, you do. We need some normal variants. Well, we'll swap. Yeah. One day. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I I love Charlie. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And he's just so sad. My poor son is so sad. Give him a break, honestly. Give him a hug. Give him a break. And I feel like also he was more us at school. You know, oh, like. yeah. You know the nerds. We weren't the rugby lads, <laughs> were we? We were not, in fact, the rugby lads. Mm-hmm. We were Tao and Charlie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I don't think we, have we ever actually like said on the podcast before, but we've known each other since we were like twelve. <laughs> we are nearly at the ten year anniversary oh, nice. this September. So in like three months, mm-hmm. I and we can we can know the day we met
1: because yeah. it's the day you
0: moved into my form. Yeah, it's ten years ago since we met. Oh wow! To be fair, we weren't friends for a couple years. It only took like a year to be fair, because I was true. hanging out with you guys in year nine. That's true. Yeah, yeah we've known each other for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we yeah. we were always the quiet ones. Yeah. Which is hilarious to me now, because I don't know anyone else that has a podcast yeah. <laughs> that specifically exists so you could talk at other people. I know, I know. But yeah, mm-hmm. we we were the shy ones. Yeah, we Shyness. had teachers, like, mixing us up uh-huh. because we didn't yep. speak enough oh to have God. personality. You say that, that was when we were 17. Yeah. We still had teachers that would call us pretty consistently each other's names. It's yeah. like they were trying. Mm-hmm. We were the shy ones. Yeah. Yeah, that's to be honest, speaking of that, that was the thing that really struck me about Charlie when he went to eat lunch in the teacher's classroom. And oh, he sat in the corner yep. Did you? and I was like, Oh my god, it's Rodri <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We used to do that. And the last year of school we would sit in our history teachers classroom mm-hmm. every break time. It was the last two years, right? Yeah, yeah. Mostly but yeah, e- even then I think we probably were the kids that would end up in teachers' classrooms. Yeah. Like, besties with the teachers. Yeah. Just because they pitied <laughs> us. Yeah. And we were, like, polite. Yeah. We were definitely the polite kids. Like, parents' evening was always a riot because everyone was like, she's so lovely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's, she's just so quiet. If she could speak up more, that'd be nice. Oh. <laughs> but otherwise, she's lovely. If I had a quid for time <laughs> a teacher said to my parents, she needs to speak up for mm-hmm. be rich. Yep. mm mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. It, it just... And also, like, the show is super British. Like, the fact that... I, I suppose I-, I forget because, you know, when people sound British, you kind of... It's your accent, so you yeah. forget. But I forget that the show is very much what British schools are like. And when Charlie goes to speak to his teacher and his teacher's British, I'm like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm back at school. So, so, yeah, I I really feel for Charlie. Yeah. To be fair, luckily, I was never bullied like Charlie was. Oh, no. Because it sounds really horrible. Yeah, I'm-, I'm really glad that we never saw it. If that makes sense. I think... I-, I found it interesting that the one time we kind of do is from Nick's perspective. Yeah. the beginning of episode two, I mean, this is getting to Nick, but who the fuck cares? Nick remembers, he sees that one post of Charlie's Instagram of being like, I hate it here. Mm. And he remembers all the times he heard his mates saying things about Charlie and being like, oh, it's not really bullying because he's asking for it. And hearing Nick... Imagine what it would have been like not actually seeing it from Charlie's perspective. I thought that was really powerful. Yeah, not actually seeing it, I think, was better. Just having like the aftermath of it almost. Yeah, and how everyone around him just keeps like referencing it gently. Yeah, because they keep talking about it. (sighs) Yeah, my poor boy. It's just the whole thing as well. Like we don't, I don't, I don't want to see the gay kid get fucking bullied for being gay. I don't want to see that. Been there, done that. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to see it. I'm glad that media has existed for a couple decades, showing just how difficult it is to be gay. Yeah. But I think we're at a point where enough of that exists where I kind of just want some nice things, please. Yeah, yeah. I just want something (laughs) cute. I don't want gay bashing. Uh (laughs) And I'm I'm glad this never goes there. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's really nice. (laughs) Charlie. And he's, like, the only gay kid at school. Like, I feel like that's... That's not something I remember experiencing, and I only really see it in TV shows. But I suppose it is something that happens. Like you are the gay kid at school; everyone knows you're gay. Mm. But you're kind of alone, and you can't really date anyone because you're the only gay kid at school. Yeah. Like I feel like it's a pretty isolating experience, and I feel like it's probably pretty common. And that is obviously Charlie's thing, is everyone knows he's gay. Yeah, he's kind of alone. Well, it means that he's kind of defined by it as well. That's true. Everyone knows him as the gay kid. He's he's the gay kid. And, like, all of the jokes that, like, Nick's friends are all about how Charlie's gay. Uh Uh-huh. Because he's the gay kid. Honestly, the homophobia in this show is so accurate. The way that Mm -hmm. Harry will, like, start picking on him by, like, cozying up to him and putting his arm around him and badgering him, like, do you have a crush on Harry Styles? Yeah. Like, the bullying is so accurate in this show. And the homophobia is so accurate mm-hmm. it's really devastating yeah like, like especially just like british bullying like uh-huh. that is how british kids bully uh-huh. we don't like go up to like random like 12 year olds get their money yeah it's not like you we know? where you get thrown up against your locker usually yeah or thrown in the bin yeah and they yell at you about how it's wrong in the bible to be gay yeah it's more just like can't you take a joke it's just a joke mm-hmm. and just like oh are you into nick also, like being gay? Mm. What kind of guys do you like? Oh, it's so gross. Just it's like the, way... the passive aggressiveness. Do you know the bit that gets me is with Tara? Mm. When the girls are making fun of her behind her back and they just be like, oh, lesbians, are oh, so disgusting. I just walk away. Yeah. And Tara's just like, they're not even saying it at me. No. they all talking behind it's her It's so back. accurate. Yeah. It's so devastating. Yeah. And even like Harry like claiming that he's not homophobic as uh-huh. well. Oh, I yeah. think that's right it's just, on the nose. Like, it's just a joke. It's not homophobic. Yeah. And him like <sighs> right at the end of the series where he's like, I'm not homophobic and then he says the F slur. Uh-huh. And it's like, You're not homophobic? That is the moment that I love because that's the moment where obviously Nick snaps, but also as the audience, you're like, get him, get him, get him, yes. get him, Nick, get him. Get him. Finish him. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's it's so accurate because you can tell that like Carrie wants to say the F slur the entire time and probably does. Yeah. But it's just all the thinly veiled stuff above it that happens beforehand. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Like, that's going to get you down after a while. You like. know that that's what they want to say. Yeah. Yeah, it's so accurate. I feel so bad for Charlie. Mm-hmm. And just, like, the fact that a lot of Charlie's... I think Tao says it early on that, like, you just like Nick because he's nice to you. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, everyone's so mean to Charlie that he kind of does just like the first person that's nice to him. Yeah. Because he gets so manipulated by Ben. Yeah. And you can tell that just, like, he can't tell when people are using him because (sighs) he's just happy someone likes him. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, from moment one with Nick, he's down bad. Mm -hmm. They they see each other across the room and he goes to sit next to him and form, and he is down bad for Nick immediately. Mm -hmm. And it's just this poor kid just kind of clearly is just happy someone's nice to him. Yeah, just kind of being friendly with him and, like, Mm -hmm. talking to him, you know? Yeah. It's nice. It's so sweet. But I do like that it's also just, like love at first sight he just really likes nick from moment one i'm like yes you would he just looks at this man from across the form room is like yes that little high obviously they have the high (sighs) montage that's everything and i love it but just that first just like high you're like oh man's in love Mm -hmm. he's down bad He is down bad good for him but i like that even though he's being manipulated by ben Mm. he does stand up for himself pretty quickly yeah when he realizes that ben like has a girlfriend. And is at least just completely using him. He does stand up for himself. Yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what I meant when I was saying that, like, Charlie's like starts and ends the show. In the mm-hmm. sense that it starts with him. Just like, okay, I'm going to put my foot down. Like, I'm going to break up with Ben. This is not good for me. And, like, it's just him, you know, putting himself first for once and mm-hmm. just doing something that's kind of empowering for himself. And that's what happened in, like, the last episode as well. So when he has that, when he, like yells at Ben and is like, just, oh, just fuck yeah. off, you yeah. know? Yeah, Yeah, because even though he's standing up for himself at the beginning, he's kind of doing it in the most non-confrontational, passive way. He kind of just a text of, I don't want to be around you anymore. It's an Instagram DM. Uh-huh. And at the end of the first episode when you have that very visceral when he gets, like, assaulted and it's, mm. it's it's horrible, but it's like, done in a way that's not that bad, that you can kind of deal yeah. with it, and it's nice that it's Done delicately at least, but still very visceral, very mm. horrible. Nick is the one who saves him. Yeah. And yet at the end of the show he is able to physically tell Ben to piss off. Yeah. I I like that. That's that's kind of a, a growth for him. Yeah. He yeah. He, he did, did it of his own volition. Yeah, and like it's probably Nick that makes him feel that confidence. It's yeah. probably helped him grow that confidence. Yeah. because yeah, like in yeah. the first episode it's a teacher who Yeah. Tells him like what to do. Yeah. I just, I feel like there's also that thing about the fact that he's the only out gay kid at school. Like, that takes its own courage. Yeah. Like, he didn't move schools. He stayed. Mm -hmm. And that takes its own kind of courage that I feel like it's not always a surprise when he stands up for himself because I feel like from moment one, at least I understand implicitly that, like, that kid's got balls. Yeah. He He does. Because he was the only out gay kid at school and that takes some courage. Mm -hmm. I like that for Charlie. You can kind of tell at the beginning if you're really thinking about it. This, this kid will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be alright. He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. And he's just, oh, he's such a nerd. But he joins the rugby for his crush and it's so relatable. <laughs> yeah, Nick is like, do you want to join the rugby, the rugby team? And he's like, yes. Do I get to spend time with you? Do I get to tackle you? <laughs> You're on the rugby team? Then yes. Oh, it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. I love... it. The tension in the scene. You know when they're um, texting early on mm. and Charlie is trying to see if Nick's straight, but he tries out that little text of, um, thanks for being my supportive straight friend, and just, I don't know, I think we've all been there mm. when you're a gay person and you're seeing if someone's straight, and you can feel that tension in that moment, we're all like, oh oh, oh, oh. And then when like, waiting with bated breath, and then when Nick writes back, lol, it's okay, you're like, oh, for Christ's sake. Uh-huh. Damn it. <laughs> oh, god damn oh, it. Oh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Poor Charlie. Oh, like, he, he 100% thinks that man is straight at the beginning, but uh-huh. it's like, no, no, no. no. He, yeah, he yeah. not He what the heart it. wants. He just loves him. Mm-hmm. Oh. And like, Tao constantly getting at him, like, you know, like, you got a crush on the straight guy, I'm like, you know. We've all been there. We've all been there, Tao. <laughs> I'm alone, Tao. It's a rite of passage, okay? Go away. You and your beef with Tao. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tao, Sue so are gonna fight. <laughs> You're gonna fight like he did with Harry at the end of the <laughs> show. Scrapping with Tao. <laughs> no, no, no. I will not fight a 15 year old. Tao does piss you off though. As much as he's supposed yeah. to. Yeah, that's just what he's there for though, isn't it? Like- yeah. He's the annoying best friend. Do you want to talk about the realisation you had? That you have... You thought he was the most annoying best friend (laughs) in a sitcom you've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. Until. And then I watched The Princess Diaries, you know, the Anne Hathaway movie from whatever year. You don't need to explain. It's a classic. It's a classic. And yeah, I realised that the only best friend in, like, a rom-com that might be more annoying than tell is Lily Mm -hmm. in The Princess Diaries Is Anne Hathaway's bestie. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Christ, she's annoying. Yeah, she's very. Annoying. I've kind of forgotten. Been like, a minute. It's just the classic, like, I hate populars. I hate uh, all other girls. You yeah, know, yeah, not like other girls. Yeah, really gets at Mia for being a princess all the time, as if it's her fault. Right. You know. Whereas Tao's like, I'm not like other people, <laughs> <laughs> not like other gays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like other people. I hate Avengers movies. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, uh-huh. not gonna lie, that bit where he's like, God, we can watch. he's are gonna make us watch Avengers movies. I'm like, Tao, shut the fuck up. You love those movies. Uh-huh. Don't you dare pretend you don't. Mm-hmm. He's, a f- he's a film bro. You can't pretend you didn't like Infinity War, you fucking shit. Come on, Tao. You can talk about Moonlight until the cows come home. It's a great movie. But come on. But Avengers Infinity War. We're gonna be watching Winter Soldier the next day, right? Mm hmm. Him and his hair. You can't talk, Tell. <laughs> not with that hair. Not with the you double say a word. the double cowlick hoolies <laughs> you have going on. All oh, that hair. Just awful. And we looked it up. Mm. It's not like that in the graphic novel, is it? No. 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 You have like the the beanie's the same, right? But they made a decision in that hair and makeup department to give that poor boy mm-hmm. cowlick hair. <laughs> And we were talking about as well, like, does he do that every morning? Yeah, that's the implication, right? Because, like, no one's hair is naturally like that. No. So does Tao get up every morning mm. and switch on the GHDs <laughs> and curl his hair to look like that? He must do, right? He's gotta. That's that's sad. I'm sorry, Tao. I'm sorry. Hold, hold on, Charlie. Why have you not given him advice? Maybe, Charlie. maybe Charlie's the worst <gasps> friend because he does not tell his hair, his hair is awful. Because like, I didn't know anyone with like that bad a haircut at school. Did you? I've I don't a pretty think so. normal. Haircuts. I don't want a normal hair. Especially because this is kind of based in. I know it was written in 2016, like you said, but I feel like it's based in like 2022. Oh yeah, look because, at Imogen's like, hair. <laughs> Charlie's hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is is that what the kids are doing nowadays? I don't know. Are they, are they curling their hair into two symmetrical cowlicks at I the end not. of their head? Are they okay? Is that what the youth are doing? I wonder if they watch too much. What was the show that Miss Hilly is from? Balamori. Did they watch too Oh wait, but they don't watch Balamori, do they? No, because they're youths. Oh, fuck. We watch Balamori because we're boomers. We <laughs> <laughs> <They> are boomers. <laughs> maybe maybe Town watches Balamori. Maybe he went to Balamori or Tobamori or whatever it's called. Oh yeah. Did you go there? I went there. I never went there. I don't know about you, but, like, did you also, like, pass any street that had coloured houses and you're like, oh, it's Balamori. Obviously. Yeah. 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 Every time I went to Bomaris. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Tao's hair sucks. This is an anti-Tao podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Tao didn't annoy me the first time I watched it. I was surprised when you said that you absolutely hated him. Yeah. But watching it this time, I was kind of paying more attention and I was kind of like, shut up, Tao. Tao. <laughs> shut up i want to put on the record i don't hate this kid oh <laughs> I mean, he's a child this is a child he's clearly, who's very insecure yeah the whole point is he's clearly insecure and afraid of change which honestly same so yeah. you know but it's just funny that you came to me and you were like fuck tao fucking town." <laughs> i mean this kid sucks yeah yeah it's just because like i don't know he was just trying to hang out with l Elle, l Elle was just trying to have like a nice chill time oh, with her friend yeah. and he kept coming in <laughs> Every chance he got with the friend group is falling apart, L And she's like, I'm just trying to hang out with you. Uh-huh. Every five minutes, he's like, make me a pinky promise that you will never not be my friend. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, tell towel it's fine it's okay <laughs> you know that scene where he's when they're together at the sleepover and he's dancing mm-hmm. i remember the actor tweeted about how like obviously there's no actual music playing when they were filming it mm-hmm. so it's just him take <laughs> after take dancing like an idiot in like a, a dead quiet room Aww. i love that at least the tapes <laughs> at least at least the, the, the towel cut <laughs> i want to see it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, him. The william Galecut cut will get it i watch it mm-hmm we made a whole joke about the fact that he he makes his hair like that every morning. Because it can't be natural, right? Unless it is. <laughs> Unless it's a genetic thing. And we never see his dad. So what if we meet his dad and his dad has the exact same yeah. curl? I think his dad is, like, taller than him somehow. I, I think they're all oh, really tall. tall. Yeah, right. And have... He has, like, a very tall beanie. An <laughs> even taller beanie. Like, two beanies on top of each other. And he's like, Tao. And he's like, father. <laughs> Only like the seniors of the house have two beanies. <laughs> it's like it's like with Miles Edgeworth where like he has an ascot and his dad has a bigger ascot. <laughs> One day he will bigger reach beanie. the heights of the bigger beanie. <laughs> he has a his dad has hair that like goes down past his shoulders and mm-hmm. then flicks up. <laughs> a greater cowlick. It's it's like with Ahsoka. And her mm. mantras <gasps> that get bigger, Tao's curls will grow yeah. and become greater <laughs> oh my with God. his confidence. <gasps> Amazing. <laughs> I need to learn everything about the Sioux family right now. Uh huh. Because his mum looks so normal. What a lovely lady. normal lovely lovely lady he was also, obviously as a teenager you Mm. are always frustrated by your parents I completely understand, but he was also rude to his mum so it didn't help, I was like, Tao, come on (laughs) your mum's so lovely she's just saying hi to Elle, leave her be we all want to talk to Elle, she's amazing Mm -hmm. honestly, Elle, you better love this man he better change for you I I mean, that's that's just the reason I didn't really like her very much because I loved Elle and I Mm -hmm. wanted scenes of Elle I loved her scenes of Tara and Darcy, they were great but most of the season with Tao, <laughs> I was like, "Can I do a season of this? In season two, I." D- yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how what the dynamic say? changes. Mm. Maybe, I'll watch it for L. Maybe when he's in France, he's happier. He's maybe. less pissy. No, to he, to he's gonna have things to complain about, isn't he? He's gonna hate France. <laughs> oh no! He's gonna. He's not gonna know any French. Mm-hmm. He's gonna hate France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he is quite funny though. Not gonna lie, he does make me laugh with how he annoyed he funny. is. It can be quite funny. That actor does a very good job of yeah. being slightly insufferable. Yeah. Just just ever so slightly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. we talked about tail for too long. This isn't a Tao oh podcast. Oh, my God. Unless um, it is. Unless it is. No, we can't do that. No. Not today. No. Um, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie. His self-esteem is just so low, bless him. Like, do you know when they're, they obviously, like, kiss eventually? Yeah. And when they're just, like, making out in Charlie's room... It, oh, and it, yeah, it's in Charlie's room. It's just just so sweet, but he just keeps, like, apologising for stuff, even mm-hmm. while they're kissing in his bedroom, and it's like, my dude, Nick loves you, it's okay. No. I mean, I, I do love the trope of, like, kissing someone and being so insecure that you don't think that they would possibly ever want to kiss you back, so you automatically apologise, and mm-hmm. they're like, no, it's fine, I'm kissing you back. Like, mm-hmm. it's fine, I love that trope. Is that a trope? Yeah. I love it. I love it. It might be, I might have just invented it, but... I, I love it already. It's great. Yeah. Charlie invented it and I love yeah. it. You see a lot of, like, fan fictions. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sweet. It's so cute. And you have that whole thing of throughout the season, Charlie has such a complex of being kept a secret. Aww. It's so sad! <laughs> it's so sad! Because <laughs> he's already kind of ashamed of himself with yeah. his low self-esteem. And then people keep literally being and inadvertently being ashamed of him. Mm-hmm. That doesn't help. hmm Fucking the- Ben. Fuck Ben. Fuck Ben. Fuck Ben on this podcast. He, he makes Charlie feel awful about himself. Mm-hmm. And then when Nick obviously wants to keep it a secret, because, you know, he does, because he's not ready to come out, and Charlie is, again, I love it, super understanding. Yeah. This is not drama. He's He's reasonably understanding, but you just see... It's like that meme, you can see the exact moment that his heart rips in half. Yep. Because yep. he's like, great, oh, yep, a secret. And he's secret. standing in that doorway, like. A secret, yeah, yeah, okay. I think I literally have written down, like, back in the closet with Nick we go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get back in. Beep, reverse, <laughs> into the back closet into with the Nick. closet. Literally. I've I written down, ah shit, here we go again. That's <laughs> yeah, so odd, oh, so sad. Yeah, because I mean. I absolutely... just dis- I don't know why I'm talking so much about tropes today, but like, I absolutely despise the trope of, like, you have two queer people and one of them's in the closet and one of them isn't, mm-hmm. and the other one pushes them to come out of the closet oh, yeah. or, like, says to them, if you don't come out we're breaking up. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Mm-hmm. Charlie never does that. No. He's so respectful of Nick just figuring himself mm-hmm. out. Yeah. I love Charlie for that. Yeah, and even Tao, because I think both of them specifically have that conversation where they're like, and if you are not to come out yet fabulous. Yeah. Great. Good for you. And if you can't give Charlie any more than just kissing him in private, great. Good for you. Yeah. But that's not what he needs. Mm-hmm. Like, they both go there. And I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Thank God they have that conversation. Yeah. 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 It's great. Yeah. Because, like, we watch so much queer media as teens, mm-hmm. but it was, like, kind of some of the first mainstream queer media of its type. Yeah. So it was just riddled with Mm -hmm. unreasonable drama and stress and, like, I guess, like, bad practice when it comes to gays of, like, pushing people out the closet and, like, being unreasonable. Everyone in this show is so reasonable. Yeah. And I guess it makes sense with Charlie that he would always put other people first. Even when Charlie maybe should be upset, he's not. He's always completely understanding. But I love that he is understanding. Yeah. Like, particularly when... You know, when Nick has to go on that date with Imogen because he couldn't turn her down in front of all their mates. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's kind of keeping it a secret. And Tao brings it up. You know, he doesn't tell Charlie yet, but Tao brings it up first. And he does tell Charlie, like, okay, yeah, I I, I said I'd go on a date with Imogen. And Charlie's upset. Mm -hmm. Reasonably so. But then Nick explains and he understands. Yeah, And, like, you know if this was glee if this was how to get away with murder with Connor and Oliver, this would have been the plot point that kickstarted a whole fuck you, fuck all of you, we're gonna have drama for Five episodes of them hating each other. Break up, someone will angrily sing Whitney Houston, you know. Flashbacks, it's Mm -hmm. not right, but it's okay. But no, it's super reasonable. Yeah. And I love that because I I keep getting PTSD to those Kurt and Blaine plots where Kurt texts a guy once and so Blaine angrily sings Whitney Houston at him in front Mm -hmm. of all their friends. Mm -hmm. Like, can you imagine if Blaine was asked out by a girl? And he said yes. Yeah. And Kurt found out. Kurt would have sent him to the crack house. (laughs) Kurt would have killed him. It would have been the event of season 15. Yeah. Yeah. But no. Nick did not get sent to a crack house. He did not. Oh my God. Not even an inactive crack house. No No. crack house. Oh, the the crack house would have been so active. (laughs) If it were Kurt and Blaine. That crack house would have been fresh. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, if we haven't mentioned, *Kundling* were very formative for us. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We were big fans of *Glee* back in the day. That was our heartstopper, right? Yeah, we talked about this before. Like yeah. that was probably our heartstopper. I'd say that Magnus and Alec. Yes. I- I'd probably say Connor and Oliver. I really liked them. Connor and Oliver. I and mean, f- for me, a lot of it was Callie in Arizona from oh, *Grey's yeah. Anatomy*. That's true. Get some lesbians in there. They yeah, they were like up there as a heartstopper for me. And maybe Ronan and Adam from the Raven Cycle. Yeah. I loved those. Do you know what, Rhiannon? I mm-hmm. still tear up. Uh, I would burn cities to the ground for him. Oh, I still. That still makes me Gosh, emotional. Damn it! Do you remember skimming through pages to get to that moment? Yeah. And it's in like the the like epilogue of the second book. Mhm. It was so worth it. Mhm. Yeah. Read the Raven Cycle. Those books are amazing. It looks very good. We're gonna cover that one day, right? We should. We Th- should. They're like over there. I'm looking at them. I know to learn how to read again. I forgot. Is it like riding a bike? (laughs) I I only watch TV shows. (laughs) I don't know how to read. I can't read. I bet that's how my parents see me. Yeah. She can't read, right? Cannot read. I forgot. My dissertation is just pictures (laughs) of like Charles and Eric fan art. (laughs) That's what I submitted. Yeah. Charles and Eric fan art. Obi-Wan Anakin fan art. Yeah, yeah. Getting a first, of course. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Only if my supervisor, who I was stupidly about to see the name of for <laughs> no reason, I would not put him out there. But yeah, yeah, only if they were into it. Yeah. I don't see why not. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, especially Curtin and Blaine was super, like, our hot stuffer. Mm-hmm. And they had so many misunderstandings for the sake of drama unreasonable i hate you and oh my god yeah oh yeah i hate it i hate it so much (laughs) and yeah everyone in the show is so reasonable and lovely and like so authentic and understanding yeah it it soothes my soul (laughs) yeah yeah i don't need the anxiety of kurt being busy at his job in new york so blaine Facebook DMs a guy whose profile picture is Elliot. a ladder. Elliot. A no, Eli. Eli! Yeah. Fake fan. Who is Eli? Adam Levine. Adam Lambert. Uh, <laughs> fake fan. <laughs> 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 so we both hate Glee. <laughs> we both hate Glee. As we should. Uh-huh. But yeah, so Blaine so Facebook's a guy he's never met mm-hmm. and goes and has sex. Just goes and has sex And with then him. cries on a piano. Mm-hmm. And then they both fucking live in New York together and they're engaged. And the minute all their friends leave, they hate each other. So mm-hmm. they break up. And then Blaine dates Kurt's abusive ex-bully. Yes. And then Kurt dates an old man. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Walter the King. <laughs> <laughs> that was underrated how funny that was. <laughs> So weird, so unnecessary, so funny. Uh-huh. I hope I had a midlife crisis where I date an 80-year-old yeah, David, woman for no reason. when Sue comes over and puts a Team Klein badge on him. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Sue, your your past teacher mm. and also bully, let's be real, walks you in a Saw-style lift <laughs> where she worships your relationship with a little puppet that's going <laughs> to kill you a little... on a little tricycle yeah. until you get back together as she looks at her claim shrine mm-hmm. that could not possibly exist unless she had cameras on them the whole show. Unless she had cameras in their brains somehow as she filmed the montage. But no. Nick <laughs> Nick explains that he didn't want to embarrass Imogen in yeah. front of shitty Harry, and so Charlie yeah. is like, okay, kiss me in front of the claw grabbers, please. Yeah. You know this would glee, like, what would have happened is that Charlie would have found out about the date by himself and then would have been angry at Nick and they would have not have communicated and they would have had a fight. Mm-hmm. And then it would have taken them like two episodes uh-huh. to like resolve that fight. Even then, he technically does find out from Tao. Yeah, and he doesn't even get that mad about it. And yeah. then Nick tells him, and he's like, "Cause Nick explains, because oh, okay. they communicate. Because people, if this was how to get away with murder." Connor would have murdered Imogen and then panicked about the fact that he murdered Imogen <laughs> that and It seems like he's not a feminist for doing so he and Oliver would have had to take care of the body and yeah. Oliver would have get, gotten blamed they would have had to get him off the murder charges it would have been a whole thing <laughs> Yeah. if this was the Raven Cycle <laughs> Owen Glendur would have risen from the grave and killed Imogen himself, causing Adam to relapse into Caveswater where he would go insane. Where Ronan would have to do his dreamwalking shit mm-hmm. to try and bring back a pen to save his boyfriend. Damn. But no. <laughs> but this is. Charlie none is of like, those okay, kiss me in front of the claw grabber, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. If this were Shadowhunters, it would have been terrible. <laughs> It would have been badly written, and we all would have gone home. They would have been mad, and Jace would have known about it somehow. <laughs> Jace would <have> been aware. <laughs> and then Clary and Simon had sex in a canoe, <laughs> while Valentine made Jonathan uh-huh. spaghetti. It's a Ruel song plays in the background. Ooh, 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 ooh. But no, no. instead, <laughs> everything is fine. <laughs> There's <laughs> so much trauma from our heart stoppers. More than I thought. Our heart stoppers were genuine heart mm-hmm. stoppers. I mean, do you know what happened in Grey's Anatomy? Callie and Arizona, they obviously said like a million fights, but the thing that really broke them up is that Arizona lost her leg in a <laughs> plane crash and Callie had to be the one to decide to cut off her leg because they were married. And Arizona didn't want that to happen. So she resented Callie so much that she had an affair with this random woman, like like doctor who like, came in just to be the person she had an affair with. They tried to rekindle the relationship and have another baby. There was a miscarriage. They broke up. <sighs> And then Callie dated the woman who was in charge of looking after Derek when Derek died. Oh, fuck. Mm Mm-hmm. Damn. But Grey's Anatomy is insane. It is insane. This is also to say, it's not bad that your relationships have drama. No. I love it. It's just refreshing that people are reasonable and insane things don't happen. Yeah, that normal human beings who talk and don't murder. Yeah. You know so much murder, so much murder. Can you imagine if Nick just comes off screen with like a bloody knife and is like so? Things just escalated very quickly, <laughs> and the gangs burying the body. <laughs> Olivia Colman with a <laughs> shovel. <laughs> Olivia, what have you done? Got you, Nicholas. Got you, baby. Got you, Nikki. Let's go. <laughs> but no, mm-hmm. it was very reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, do you know what's so sweet? What? When um. Nick tells Charlie mm. that he told Tara that they're going out. Charlie's little smile. My brain's like, Nick told Charlie <laughs> that Tara and Nick <laughs> told Harry, who told Ginny to tell you, to tell Neville to tell you. Uh-huh. The Hagrid's looking, Hagrid's for, looking you. for you. <laughs> That's what my brain just did then. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, but basically just... <laughs> <laughs> just Charlie finding out that Nick is happy to tell people about... <laughs> your eyes just widened, like oh no names <laughs> Hagrid's looking for you <laughs> there are no dragons it's fine yeah. um, he's just basically that Nick wants to tell people about them mm-hmm. and just Charlie's little face he's so happy mm-hmm. his little smile Yeah, I love them it's so oh, he just yeah. wants to be appreciated and be mm-hmm. loved and he's happy mm-hmm. and it does make sense that it's the bullies that kind of get between them in the end yeah. It's yeah. it, cuz I mean one of our problems with Kurt and Blaine often was that the season 5 New York plot showed that they fundamentally cannot live together. Yeah. And their relationship is flawed and if they have a relationship they will get in the way of each other and their relationship can never work, Yeah, which makes it weird when they end up together. But Nick and Charlie are fine. It's just the bullies that get in the way. Yeah, it's just like something external that you can like remove yourself from to yeah. an extent, you know. Oh god, when he's getting bullied and Nick's like, "You okay?" and he's like, "Yeah, I'm used to it by now." No, Charlie. No. No. Value yourself. Don't be used to it. You don't deserve this. <sighs> this. This kid is so insecure. And he's so traumatized from what happened with Ben. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know how to value himself in a relationship. My poor son. Like I think like in the in the birthday like episode, when like Nick arrives at his birthday, he Charlie's literally like, "You came?" Aww. It's like you, you invited him and he said yes, of course oh, he was gonna come. He was genuinely so surprised. Yeah. But like Man has no I Even mean, Everyone next like, you know, are you gonna open like my present? he's like, you know, as long as you don't mind.
1: It's your present, it's your birthday,
0: it's
1: you, your want birthday. you want to open it.
0: Yeah. Oh my god. And just, oh. Yeah, and he's just even like insecure, like asking him on a date, you know, he's like yeah. so nervous, he'd be like, Do you wanna go on a date? As if they're not, you know, seeing each other. And even at the end, when he's like, "Does that mean we're boyfriends?" And Nick's yeah. like, "Um, yes." <laughs> and it's like, yes, He oh, needs need need affirmation. They say Nick's a golden retriever. Mm-hmm. Charlie's a fucking cocker spaniel. He needs yes. hugs. Yeah, a poor boy. Mhm. He's gotta. He's gotta keep telling him, and that's why. And like that's why, Charlie tries to nearly break it off in episode Mm 7 because he thinks he's ruining Nick's life. Yeah. Because the bullies made him think so, and it's like, Charlie, no! Charlie, that's, like, the only possible explanation. God damn it. His sister's such an icon. What a legend. I love her. I want more of her. She's very fun. She also feels so familiar. Like, I, I don't think I've seen... I think I Googled her as well. I don't think I've seen her before, but I think she looks so much like another actress that I think of she looks so fucking familiar How cute she would look like i don't know i i, I can't pin it mm. but to the point where i first saw her i was like oh my god do i know you yeah but i don't think i do but anyway i love her yeah she's very fun mm-hmm. yeah I like, I like how it implies that like that charlie is out to like his sister and it's like yeah. family at least and they don't really give a shit yeah i <laughs> quite like that it's really sweet mm-hmm. i just love them mm-hmm. and just yeah Nick's the perfect person for him, because Nick's so patient with him. And also yeah. the fact that Charlie tries to break it off of him because he thinks he's making Nick's life hell. Like, Nick is into like having problems with bullies more because of Charlie. Yeah. But that's Nick's problem. <laughs>
1: and yeah. Nick is the one
0: who gets to decide is this worth it for me? Yes. But for Charlie he just decides I'm not worth it. Yeah. He's like, oh, Nick's having problems, and I'm obviously not worth that. And he doesn't quite think that that's not your decision; it's Nick's decision yeah. if he feels like you're worth it. And he obviously does, mm-hmm. but it's just the fact that Charlie immediately is like, well, well, I'm not worth this, and I'm gonna make that decision for him. Yeah. Because I've decided I'm not worth it. Yeah. Like my poor boy. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Those are all the notes I have for Charlie. He just wants to be loved. Yeah. And he is. He is. So He's so sweet. Sherlock is amazing. <laughs> He's really good. I cannot... I can't fathom how good he is. Yeah. He's so talented. He's really good. I hope this cast goes far. I mean, we already have Yasmin in Doctor two, obviously. Yeah. Love that for her. I'm so excited for that. But, like, I hope this cast does really well. Yeah. Because they're so talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love this kid. He's so this kid's sweet. so relatable. Yeah. So fucking relatable. There are definitely times where I feel him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was watching it, I was literally just like, oh my god, I have also been banned from saying sorry. Oh my god! <laughs> I think I've banned you. Like a lot of people have banned me from saying sorry. My Nick? Maybe. Am I your Nick? Maybe. In a platonic way, I think I'm your Nick. Yeah. Yeah. You we play rugby? No. <laughs> no, we'll play America. Oh. Hell yeah. Aw. I mean, maybe it doesn't work then, because Charlie... Always wins Mario Kart, and you always win games when we play them. That's true. That's just because I play video games. Yeah. I think I'm more the video game person. I think you're the rugby. Off you go. What world are we in if I'm the rugby person? (laughs) Just if you're the rugby. (laughs) If I'm rugby. I am a rugby ball. Uh Uh-huh. I'm the personification of rugby. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Truly, so shit at rugby. I love it. It's just, like, what would I do if I joined a rugby team? I'd be like him. I've been mm-hmm. so panicked. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he's just, he just wants to put time with Nick. God oh, damn it. I love them. Yeah, that's like, cute. I yeah. do like that he quits at the end of the season, as he should. He's yeah. just like, I'm i am quitting rugby. Yeah. Bye. It's like, I know me. you're doing it because you don't want to be around Nick because of, you know, self esteem issues, but also a correct decision. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck rugby. That's a good shout. <laughs> don't talk about Nick. Nicholas. Yeah. The first thing I have is the fact that he gets described as, you know, one of the rugby lads. Yeah. And they describe him as that a lot. I think it's so funny because, like, I suppose thinking back to Glee, obviously everyone on that show was 30. (laughs) Yeah. And obviously, I don't know how old Kit Connors is. I think he's, like, 18 as well. Okay. That makes sense. But, like, obviously on Glee everyone was older anyway. But all the football guys were huge massive like muscle. Karofsky and like, yeah, it's like big guys. And I like the fact that Nick, he's, he's big for his age. Like yeah. he's definitely going to be good at rugby, but he's just a normal looking teen. Like they yeah. keep like, oh, he's one of the rugby lads. Oh, he's huge. Like he, he, he looks like a normal teenager. And I like that. Like maybe yeah. he's a, got a little more like muscle on him. He's a little bit, but like, you don't yeah. look at him and it's like, oh, it's the rock. Yeah. I like that he looks normal. Yeah, I like that. It too. feels relatable that they would still call him a rugby lad at a normal school. Yeah. are surrounded by it, normal he might, teenagers. He would be a rugby lad. He's not fucking Nate from Euphoria. No! Like, I, yeah. I like that. He, yeah. He's just average, like, physique of a kid, because he would. Because he's, you know, a teenager. Yeah. <laughs> and not 32. Literally. I love that he does his homework while walking to his lesson. Yeah. So did We're I. Doing it on the uh-huh. way. To be fair, I don't think I ever did that. But I, no, I mean, I think everyone's done, like, a frantic, like, in-reg class. Oh, yeah. Doing your homework. Oh, yeah, fully. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, Even, I like, that. in
0: the lesson whilst they're, like, calling the registration just really quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I always did my homework on the car ride to school. Did you? All the time. I walked to school. I had to... Oh, you could never do that? No. Unless I wrote on Fionn <laughs> as we were walking. <laughs> you should have tried it once. I should have tried. <laughs> yeah. I love that for him. Mm-hmm. Nick Nick feels pretty relatable in that sense where I suppose they always say that Charlie's good at school, but you never quite see it. Yeah. But with Nick he's, you know, meant to be less nerdy and not quite as good at school, but like, oh I really I was pretty good at school. But I, I feel for Nick a lot more. Yeah. Just doing your homework the last minute. Just doing it on the way. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. That was always a thing with like Darcy as well and all of their scenes. And she's always like hasn't oh, done her homework yeah, yet, she hasn't done a true. project yet, and Tara's always like, Come on. Oh, Very cute. That's that's every every accurate pairing. Mm-hmm. Kurt need and someone who does homework and someone who doesn't do homework. Kurt and Blaine who does the homework. Well oh, they both do the homework. They're both oh, so preppy. That's why they don't work. Because, because they, they both, both do, do the homework. homework. Alec does the homework, Magnus doesn't. Yes. Yes, yeah. did we say? Ooh, Oliver does the homework, Connor doesn't. Yeah. Easy. Lovely. Adam does the homework, Ronan doesn't. Yeah. Obi-Wan does the homework, Anakin doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, cannon ships only. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Who else? Who else was our hard stopper? Um, oh, um, the one you said from people. Grey's uh, Yeah, I think Arizona does the homework, Kelly doesn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they didn't work, though. That's true. (laughs) It's not a foolproof thing. It was a flaw in our hypothesis. Mm, Maybe not. Mm. Yeah, I love them. They work really well. Mm. I love that they say he's a golden retriever. I just love that he thinks so highly of Charlie. Yeah. Like, he's always saying how perfect Charlie is, and he's listing all the things he's good at. And I like that he has such a high opinion of Charlie, even without being his boyfriend. Even before that. Mm -hmm. He's just like, you're so good at everything. Charlie totally really needs them. You need someone <laughs> who just like adores you and mm-hmm. has the self esteem for you. Yeah, it's just the way that Nick looks at him. Mm-hmm. Like, this man is just like everything. It's just so cute. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's just like, you're good at school, you can play the drums, you're good at music, you're good at video games, mm-hmm. you're better than me at Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Like, so sweet. Like, Shizzy really knows him as well. Yeah. Oh, like you, paying he feels, attention. Yeah, he feels like really attentive I mean they both do, but it, like he feels really attentive. Like a golden golden Retriever. He is a golden retriever. Oh. <laughs> He's so sweet. Mm-hmm. God, can we talk about the snow scene? Oh, the snow. It's just tooth-rottingly cute. I love it. Like, so much. It keeps getting cuter. Every time And then like the dog comes yes! in and it's like oh god. It's damn like it. an Andrex commercial. Yes! <laughs> They're just like chilling in the snow, and then the adorable dog comes in, and then they uh-huh. take selfies with the dog, and it's like, God damn it! And they took those selfies. The mm. actor, I love that. Mm-hmm. Side note: I don't know whose dog that is. Mm-hmm. If they like cast that dog, I don't know if it's like a TV show dog or if it's someone's dog. Cutest dog I've ever seen. That's a very cute dog. Nelly Nelly is Nelson the cutest. is an icon. We stand <laughs> Nellie Nelson in this house. <laughs> <laughs> this is a Nellie Nelson Stanekin, <laughs> <laughs> The cutest dog I've ever seen. What a cute dog. Absolutely adorable. Mm-hmm. I want to live in this household of Nick, Olivia Coleman, and Nelly. Legends only. Come on. I want to live in this house yeah. so bad. I feel like that's the three genders. Are you Nick, <laughs> Olivia Coleman, or Nellie? <laughs> I think I'm Nick. What do you think? I'll be Olivia Coleman. Hell yeah. I love that. Uh, I love that for you. Yeah. Yeah, Olivia Coleman. <laughs> Both Olivia <laughs> Coleman and Nelly the dog—the best casting in this show. How did they get them? <laughs> Who knows? How did they get Nelly? <laughs> I never thought they would stupid to <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> the dog comes on the screen. Yes. Da, 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 da. Woo! Oh my god! Oh my god! Nelly's confirmed. <laughs> Nelly's here. <laughs> Go away, Olivia Coleman John Kaczynski, get out of here! It's Nelly. <laughs> physically pushing Olivia <laughs> Colman out the way. Go away, Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, the award for best supporting actress goes to Nellie. Nellie the dog. Sorry, Kristen Stewart. Sorry, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Olivia Colman. Nellie the dog. Nellie's where it's at. Such a cute dog. I mm. love the fact that mums know and mm-hmm. when she says like Charlie is a lovely boy he's very different from your other friends you see much more yourself around him that line broke me <laughs> that mum knows mm-hmm. she knows what's good for Nick yeah she knows what makes Nick happy but she doesn't want to interfere either she's just gonna let him figure things out for himself just give him space what a good mum uh huh and it suggests that she knows him really well because she's like you see much yeah. more yourself so, like she knows who the she real him, him is him. which can I say parents always say they know you very well it's always they bullshit don't. Parents But Olivia Coleman Parents have never met you in your life. But Olivia Coleman knows her son. Yeah. They watch Mamma Mia together all the time. And that's <gasps> mark of good parenting. I will live in this house. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. hmm mm-hmm. Oh, they're so cute. I love I love when it gets fireworks when he touches Charlie's hand. <laughs> like all the <laughs> visuals in this show are Absolutely adorable. And yeah, like we even talked about like they, they do some really cool visuals in the mm-hmm. show, don't they? That's how you adapt like a a webcomic and a graphic novel. Yeah. That's how you do it. Yeah. And just the leaves and the, the music leaves. and the stars and little hearts. Mm-hmm. Oh. She's just so pretty. It's it's really sweet. Mm-hmm. And he gets fireworks when he touches... And at that point, he doesn't even know he's gay yet. No. He just knows that he feels something when he touches Charlie's Yeah, he just knows like Charlie's special. Oh my god, later that scene when he's like, you look so snuggly, I'm like, ah, there was nothing straight about this. Nothing straight about that. Mm Mm-mm. Oh. Mm Mm-mm. And I like how we we start seeing things from Nick's perspective, eventually. Yeah. Like, episode two feels much more from Nick's perspective. Mm -hmm. Because Nick is kind of the more oblivious one. Yeah, yeah. There's less going on up there. At first it takes him a hot minute yeah and that's okay and especially because like charlie's friends keep asserting that nick is straight and so like you can't get his point of view yet because it gives the game away yeah so it's nice that they wait a minute and then it's like yeah he likes charlie but he yeah. doesn't know why yeah i mean like you have like all of like 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 you have like all of Nick's friends and like Charlie's friends like saying that like Nick is straight, and you have like Charlie like like fantasizing to himself of like Nick telling him that he's gay. Oh, I've heard that he's bi. Yeah. 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 After all that, everyone is like assuming this man's sexuality. Yeah. In Fuck the all end, of you. you are all wrong. I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. I love that for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. I love that he just doesn't know until he just really likes Charlie. Yeah. And he's like, I never really thought about it, but I just really like you. Yeah. It's so sweet, oh god. And then, and, and uh, It's so, like, their first kiss is so cute. Yeah. Because it's just like, obviously they're, like, kind of dancing around each other at that party. Yeah. And then it's just Charlie very delicately coaxing Nick out the closet. Like he's yeah. a scared animal, <laughs> just like, Have like you ever thought, deer. do you think you'd ever kiss a boy? Do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think you'd ever and just Nick kind of gently being like I don't I don't I don't know Oh my God You can see the panic in this man's eyes Oh yeah the gay panic mm-hmm. It's just so wholesome and perfect and just like I can't stop thinking about when Kurt and Blaine first kissed over the bedazzled coffin. Of- <laughs> Pavarotti. Pavarotti the bird and just like I haven't seen that first kiss scene in a while but just the chaos <laughs> of glee. Oh when you put it like that <laughs> the bedazzled coffin. And the only reason that Blaine is kissing him is because he realised that he's in love with him when Kurt was singing Blackbird. <laughs> oh because the bird died. It's a morning song for the bird <laughs> What a weird time to realise you're in love with him but oh. that's okay. That seems so funny to me because it's just Blaine looking at him like Oh My god. Ah oh the Beatles. I'm, I'm seeing him so differently now over this dead bird <laughs> Glee is so dramatic. It takes a bird dying to realise. And love obviously him. like Glee is has a different it's a it's a satirical, crazy yeah, show. It's yeah. it's not that it's bad. It's just different. Yeah, it's it's hilarious. But just like as a young queer person, or just a young person enjoying like queer content. Mm. It's such a chaotic thing to experience when that is your only understanding of gay people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that? Yeah. And like, Connor and Oliver. He only makes out with them because he wants evidence for the trial so he can become one of the Keating Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Ronan and Adam first kiss. It's in his bedroom, right? Yeah. That, that just seemed quite wholesome from what I remember. Yeah, I think it was nice enough. Who else was on that list? Magnus and Alec, it was in the middle of Alec's wedding to another person. Yeah. (laughs) But the drama is excellent. But, you know, it's, I love the idea that young gay people are going to see this and be like, oh, it's a normal first kiss with Mm -hmm. two people who just have all the time in the world and they want to kiss. I don't have to crash a wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's so cute. It's it's so sweet. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh God, and they kiss in the rain, and yeah. he comes over in the rain, and Charlie's like, "Did you forget your coat?" And he's like, "Oh, I I didn't think about that."
1: He wasn't ah! Thinking,
0: <laughs> he I wasn't loved thinking, and just oh, the next day after they like you know. The, the night after the party, they like talk it out and they kiss, and it's very sweet. And then the next day at school, when Charlie walks in, mm-hmm. Nick like sees him, and I was just noticing the way that Kit Connors was just sitting there. And as Charlie's like walking over, he's just sitting there smiling at him. As Charlie like sits down, he just his eyes follow him Aww. and he's just smiling. And he won't stop looking at him. And I'm just like, oh god, he's down bad already. Oh, It's like that meme Charlie falls first, but Nick falls harder. Yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. God damn it. There's something else that this show reminds me of, mm-hmm. which is just what a nightmare men are. Yeah, like yeah, like a lot of Nick's plot is all of the toxic masculinity of him and his friends. Yeah, and just I don't know, I've never been in a boys' locker room because I I have not. Mm. Um, but just the way that all of his mates act, the way that men are socialized to just pressure each other, yeah, and push each other. Because they get pushed, yeah. so it's them wanting to press back and being like, everyone makes fun of me for not having a girlfriend, so I'm going to take my chance to make fun of you for not having a girlfriend. Yeah. yeah, And just the way that they pressure each other into being more manly and dating women, being like, oh, don't you like Tara? Are oh, you going to get with Tara this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just they're like, oh, he likes Imogen. Like, oh, you got to get with one of them. Well, na- now Imogen's out the picture. You're going to get with Tara? And just Nick's just sitting there like, leave me alone. Like, Nick is not said to any of these people, I like Imogen, I like Tara. No. He isn't said to any of them. No. And it's not like they care about his love life. Hmm. They're doing it because that's what men are taught to do, is to kind of bully each other. Yeah. And to kind of traumatise each other into stressing each other out about things that don't matter. Yeah. And just... And, and just you're expected to just go along with it. Like, yeah. I don't know what it's like as a guy when you're a teenage boy amongst other boys like this, but you can't, I assume you're kind of just expected to sit there and go along with it. Yeah. You can't just sit there and be like, guys, you're being mean. <laughs> or like, maybe I don't want a girlfriend or you're being homophobic. You're expected to just sit there and laugh with mm-hmm. them. And Nick does mm-hmm. for most of the show. Yeah. that's what you're just expected to do. And I don't know. It sucks. Just like the collective yeah. homophobia and stuff. Just I don't know. I have never been in these spaces because I'm a woman, mm. but it's a nightmare. It's and just so shit. men are a nightmare. Mm-hmm. And it starts with the way that boys are pressured into acting, are pressured into acting around yeah. each other mm-hmm. from such a young age. Mm-hmm. What a nightmare! An <laughs> well, absolute hell Uh huh. No thank you. But Nick does slowly start pushing back. Like, they're being kind of homophobic at the party about Charlie. Oh, you should be nice Mm. to him because he's gay. And just Nick being like, that's homophobic, Harry. Yeah. And I just love when he's just like, and I don't really like you. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. And walks off. Go get him, Nick. Uh Get him. I love it.
1: I I just love that
0: so much of this show is just Nick... Fighting to- toxic masculinity one on one. Yeah. Just like Nick Nelson will fight your bully. <laughs> Call this helpline. Please uh-huh. get behind me. Nick will end the patriarchy. No F fl- slurs in my house. He just yeah. gets them and I love it. Yeah. yeah. I feel so bad for him because he shouldn't have to. Mm-hmm. But he does. I mean, I can't remember who he's hanging out with, but I love it when he says he's hanging out with like, someone else who isn't one of his, like, friends. And he says, like, it's nice to ditch my friends once so all they want to do at lunch is sit on the field and chuck stuff at people. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, like, yeah, uh, that line. That line actually made me laugh. Yeah, but, you know, it's sad. Yeah. But they just want to chuck stuff at people. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that this man's lunchtimes is just sitting on the field, seeing some, like, nerd, and throwing a sandwich at them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what these people do in yeah. their free time. I mean, we do see it with Tao. Mm-hmm. That they're just walking past and they chuck a football at him. Yeah, and just like, no and then reason. they all laugh. And then when Nick goes to get the ball and Tao's like, "No, I'm not giving to, gonna give it to you." All the guys are like, Way. Way. It's like, is that all you do mm-hmm. with your time?" Apparently, because I guess if one of them were to bring up an actual topic of conversation, <laughs> that they would be like, "What? Mm-hmm. You're too feminine." It's just that, like, it's so sad that that's what men are expected to do. Mm-hmm. Can't be interesting. Sorry, that doesn't look fun. No! That's not fun! No! I refuse to believe <laughs> that any of you are having a good time right now, except for maybe Harry. Maybe Harry, but Harry is also Satan. Yeah. Yeah. Like my child. He's like the ringleader and he's posh Draco. twat. He's gonna have a great time. Draco. Mm-hmm. I bet, like, 90% of them, like, that friend group is also having a crisis right now. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they're all having their own mini heart stoppers. Yes! Oh, my God. They're like, yes! oh, my God, Every they all season, have their own Charlie. Uh, and then, like, they all join Nick one by one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On another side of the field. Yeah. Where one group is chucking things at people and the other group are, like, reading Jane Austen and having fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is, yeah, I don't know. It. It's so sad. And like, I don't know, this is weird. Like, you know, Love Island's on right now. Yeah. You kind of see the way that men who are in their early 20s, what what they do when they sit around and in private just chat. Yeah. And they all just kind of sit there and say gross things about women and then make fun of each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting there like, this can't be fun. No one wants this. No. But I guess you're just socialized to act that way. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to be seen as gay. By yeah. being interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't, and you're socialized to make fun of other guys when they do anything that could be seen as interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just so sad. <laughs> like, yeah. And it just, the, the show is just like, oh god, it starts so young. Oh yeah. These are all like 15, 16 year olds. Yeah. And like, I, I didn't see this happening because obviously we're not there. Yeah, like, we're not, you know, surprisingly, weren't hanging out with the rugby lads. No. So. <laughs> But you can see it from afar, though. Like, a little bit here and there. You can see it from afar, I feel. Yeah. And you can just see it in the way that boys individually get very frustrated. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're not given an outlet. Yeah, You're bottling up everything inside you. Mm -hmm. It's really sad. And it just, this gives you an insight into it. Just like, oh, God, poor Nick. And, you know, he says he's just doing it because, what does he say? Like, do you ever feel like you're just doing things because everyone says you're supposed to? Yeah. And you feel like your real personality has been buried inside you, and I'm just like, that's, that's so Nick, sad, baby. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I love it when he goes to Charlie's birthday and he immediately starts like chatting with Isaac and with yeah. Elle. Obviously, Tao won't talk to him, but Fuck, Tao, <laughs> <laughs> but like El and um Isaac, like he goes over to them mm-hmm. and like starts coming up with funny nicknames for the bowling. Yeah. Like he, he, like, immediately just, like, melts into this little friend yeah. group. Because you can, as long as yeah. you're invited. Mm-hmm. Like, you're Tar al- and Darcy. Yeah. He's, like, having a good time with them and he's being open with them. Yeah. You <sighs> yeah. have to be yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about if your other guys are seeing you as being too gentle or too feminine. Yeah. You can just be yourself. Yeah. I don't know, he seemed like he was having fun with them. Yeah. <laughs> he's more himself and he's just happier. Mm-hmm. Go hang out with the nerds. Do it. You know you want to. Everyone knows they want to. Mm-hmm. So much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I it's so fucking funny. One that Olivia Coleman is his mum obsessed. Yes. I don't know why she's here, I love it. Mm-hmm. And the fact that that fucking conversation where he tries to break off the date with Imogen, very lovely of him by the way, to not let her down yeah. in front of all the guys. It mm-hmm. sucks they're in that situation, but like he's nice to like know that he cannot embarrass her in front of all the guys. Yeah. He ends up he ends up trying to break off the date with her and the dog dies immediately. Yep. And it's so funny. I just love that conversation. I'm obsessed with that conversation with Olivia Coleman when He's obviously not happy, and she's like, what's wrong? And he's like, I said I would go on a date with this girl. And she's like, well, do you like this girl? And he's like, well, her dog died. And just the confusion <laughs> on Olivia <laughs> Colman's face. Obsessed. That meme is so funny. Uh-huh. Give her the Emmy. Yeah. So funny. It's like a trying to Hold put on the two things together. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> I've connected a dots. You have not connected shit. I've, I've connected them. I've connected them. <laughs> Instead, it's, Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Elaborate. <laughs> so sweet. Oh, I just love the insane accuracy mm-hmm. of the bisexual panic of having simultaneous crushes on Kira Knightley and yes. Orlando Bloom. Yeah, this show gets it. They that's, know. That's why I know this show was written by like you know young people. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. Cause yeah, you do. Yeah, I think mine was Iron Man. With Robert Downey Jr. and Gwyneth Paltrow, I was yeah. like, "Where did my eyes land? <laughs> oh God!" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have one. Everyone has one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have one. I want one. <laughs> Go get one. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> Go get one. <laughs> Too far. I do remember that when the pictures for the Eternals came out, and it was Richard Mann and Gemma Chan, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know which one to look at now." Yeah, yeah. I, I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know Barry Keoghan existed back then. No, I didn't. You mm. didn't know that in public, on a podcast, you would say that you didn't want to stop talking about Barry Yogan, because then we'd have to talk about regular-looking people <laughs> in a movie that contains Angelina Jolie, Gemma Chan, and Richard Madden. That quote is out there in the world. It's the best moment of I've got to stand by it. Yeah, as mm-hmm. you should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, Nick knows it. Yeah. The bisexual panic is real. I mean, I want to know, did you ever do a Am I Gay? test oh yeah 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 obviously I think we did them together did we we must have probably probably <laughs> I think we did the same ones because I remember your results <laughs> do you what was did. my result yours were pretty like homosexual yeah I, and mine were bisexual yeah and I remember being like oh because I, I mean don't talk about it I mean sure because <laughs> like you're the reason I knew I was gay yeah. Because you told yeah. me, I think I'm bisexual, and I was like, oh, cool. And then I, like, sat there and was like, wait, I've never thought about this. Could I be bisexual? Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I sat there for about 20 seconds and was like, maybe. Yeah. Hold on a minute. And then I think I went back to watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine as I was doing. Yeah. And I took one look at Melissa Fumera and was like, hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah, I think I remember, like, being on the phone with you and stuff and we were, like, talking, yeah, talking, talking about Talking the it. gays. Oh, But you thought you were a lesbian for the longest time, so I remember oh, when yeah. we did these quizzes, mm-hmm. you would get pretty homosexual and I would get yeah. bisexual. Yeah. And obviously, like, you know... How do I word this? Like, obviously, like, I am bisexual, but, like, I do... Lean? I do, yeah, I lean a lot more towards women, so that's why I was confused for a very long time, mm. you know? Yeah. But like yeah, I I do lean a lot more towards women. I think that's why I would always get like gay or lesbian on those tests. Yeah. But, yeah. I took those tests. Yeah. I feel unique. I took those exact tests. However, I did not cry when I saw a pride flag. <laughs> that the meme <laughs> I saw that meme like the next day and was like, Oh no, this is the funniest thing I've this ever is seen. So funny. <laughs> Just all the memes being like Magneto one yeah. night in his bedroom, seeing the like homosexual thing, and just be like, "Oh god, no!" <laughs> Crying. Oh fuck. Yeah. 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 I don't think I ever cried. No. Side note: Charles does the homework. Eric doesn't. It's perfect. Oh yeah. That is why Charles and Eric are perfect. I mean, Charles creates the homework for his students. <laughs> Eric still doesn't do it and Eric doesn't give his students the homework. Yes. Charles creates the homework, tells Eric to give it to the students and Eric doesn't because Eric doesn't believe in homework. Yeah. 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 I love that. Because Eric is a communist and he knows what's right. Yeah. He's like, we shouldn't overwork these kids. No. Socialism, School time Charles. is school time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Socialism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Charles and Eric are perfect. Mm-hmm. That's why they work. Also, Hank does the homework and Raven doesn't. Oh, Yeah. 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 Raven's too cool to do homework. Raven hates homework. Mm-hmm. She said the dog ate her homework multiple times. Yeah. And Charles is like, I can read your mind. I, I don't saw have you a dog. Bin <laughs> it. I don't even need to read your mind to know mm-hmm. you binned it five seconds ago. I feel like she, she takes the homework and then on the way out of the classroom puts it in the bin. Yes, you know? I think she takes the homework and then puts it in Charles's backpack, and Charles does the homework, and then on the way into school, she takes it out of his backpack, and is like, thanks, Charles, and he's like, I keep falling for it, I just love doing the homework. God damn, I just love that homework. I just, I just love it, I do. He's such a nerd. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Like, Charles always says he's not going to do the homework on principle, but then he like reads it, and it's like, oh, it's this an interesting topic, and he starts yeah. writing the essay, because he's just interested. Yeah. Yeah. He does Eric's homework. Yeah, because Eric doesn't do the homework, but Charles is like, "You can't get detention again. We're, we're gonna, we're gonna go out. I'll do your homework for you. I'll do it." I'll and do Eric's it. just like, "Every time, yes, get in. <laughs> I haven't done homework for seven years." His parents are like, "Oh my god, Jesus Christ." is like, "Eric, come on, you gotta do homework once." He's like, "Not for seven years. <laughs> Never done homework in my life, Charles." <laughs> <laughs> That's why they're perfect. Yeah. Anyway, a, our tradition of talking about Charles and Eric for no reason returns! Hey. We haven't recorded in ages, and we always manage to talk about Charles and Eric. Yeah, we and do. there we go. But it was a gay episode. What? Well, of course we are going to talk about them. What are we going to do? Not talk about Charles and Eric? That sounds insane. It's that Pride doesn't... Month. We have to talk about Charles and Eric. It's Pride Month. We watched X-Men First Class. Mm-hmm. It's Pride Month. Yeah. Pride Month, not International Women's Day. Not International Women's Day. That movie is extremely misogynistic. Mm-hmm. I would advise all people to stay away from that movie on International Women's Day. Yes. Don't do what we did and watch it accidentally on International Women's Day. Yes, but watch it on Pride Month instead. Do not watch it during Black History Month. Pretty racist no. movie. No. However. Pretty much just Pride Month. Just Pride really, Month. It's, really, It's only redeeming quality is how queer it is. Yeah, yeah. Or in your James McAvoy marathon, which we also did. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Well, that wasn't in Pride Month. Was that was May. What do you mean? The the, the Mcmarathon That was, the, like, two weeks ago. Yeah, but it was in May, right? Or was it in June? It was in June, right? It was after my birthday. <gasps> yeah. Really? Oh, we, that, was, we... that was, like, yesterday. <laughs> <Bring it on. laughs> that was, like, last week. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, I keep forgetting it's the end of June. Yeah. I said to you a few days ago, I keep forgetting it's the end of June. You do. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. No one cares. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> I like how we started this conversation by talking about Kira Knightley and we ended on James McAvoy. Oh, that feels accurate. It's like Atonement. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think we needed to spell that out, really. <laughs> oh my god, it's like Atonement. <laughs> just in case. <laughs> That's true. Maybe not everyone did a McMurray boy. Just in th- case, you know. <laughs> just in case people don't have an extensive knowledge of all of James McAvoy's movies, mm-hmm. unlike us. And didn't watch 26 hours of James McAvoy movies in 48 hours. Maybe they're not the weird ones. Maybe we're the weird ones. No. No, they're weird. No. (laughs) They're weird. Everyone needs a McMaravoy. Oh, okay. Um... I just love when Nick beats people up. You go, kid. Yeah. You fucking go. Get him. Mm-hmm. Oh, side note. Bubblegum milkshakes. Disgusting. That sounds horrendous. That sounds disgusting, right? I mean, I don't like milkshakes anyway, mm-hmm. but from what I would imagine they taste like, that sounds horrible. The flavour of bubblegum is, no, it's I mean, disgusting. it's not a flavour, it's just sugar, right? It has got, like, a flavour, like, bubblegum, yeah. I could, like, point out, like, bubblegum flavour. You know when you see it. You know when you see. it. I know when it. I taste it, yeah. <laughs> okay. And that in a milkshake? It just sounds too sweet. Oh, No. 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 Chocolate milkshake, however. Mm-hmm. I love that Charlie's like, what can I say? Make good decisions? <laughs> yeah, Fair you enough. do, King. Fair he only enough. has self-esteem when it comes to milkshakes. He <laughs> <get some> milkshakes. Oh, <laughs> I feel like that's that little conversation they had where Nick, you know, wants the bubblegum milkshake. Charlie's like, that sounds terrible. Gives him his chocolate milkshake. Nick tries it and is like, oh shit, that's way better. And Charlie's like, I just make good decisions. That's a metaphor for the whole show of Charlie being like, try this gay juice. And he's like, oh my God, that's way better than this straight juice. You're completely right. Charlie's like, I know. Yeah. I make good queer decisions. (laughs) It's like a little microcosm, isn't it, for the whole thing. It's so intelligent. I'm pretty much out of notes. What else do you have? Um... It makes me laugh when... Nick goes and sits with Tao at lunchtime and is like, Charlie avoiding you too. Nick just bond over Charlie <laughs> avoiding the yeah. both of them. They got nothing in common, they just sit down together and have lunch. Both desperate for his affections. Yeah. Ch- Charlie avoiding you too, huh? Yeah, yeah. I thought that ta- at that point Tao is so done that he's just like, yeah, Nick can sit next to me. That's, he's hit his rock bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that he's not fairly snapping at Nick yeah. when he comes three feet within him. Yeah. That's me like, Tao, are you okay? Tell. You didn't complain about Nick Nelson this morning. <laughs> are you okay? Oh my god, Tao. Um... Yeah. I don't think I have any specifics. His I, coming out seems lovely. I was gonna say, should we end on that? Yeah, so, that's a nice place to end it. Sweet. It's really cute. I just love the, like, subtle bits of how, like, he's going to tell her something, right? Like, she knows Mm. something's up. And he, like, doesn't say anything right away. And then suddenly she looks worried. Mm. You can tell that she's like, oh, wait, this is a big deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. And just, I love that he's like, I'm bisexual. You know, have have you ever heard of it? And she's like, yeah, I know what bisexuality is. Yeah. (laughs) Because I've definitely been there when you're like, do my parents know what gay people are? Yeah. (laughs) They do. Mm. But yeah, they do. Yeah. And she's just so accepting. She's like, thanks for telling me. Yeah. It's, it's nice. Just, yeah, just Nate just gets to sit down with his mum in a nice, calm way. And just says exactly how he's feeling. hmm Yeah. Olivia Coleman is officially an ally. She is. She is. Uh, I'm an ally. I'm not, like, homophobic. I'm an ally. <laughs> Honestly, when she said that, it was like watching... Captain America, catch Thor's hammer. I was like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. so it's so funny. so funny. Do you funny. know the name of that actress? Rhea Harwood, I think? She is hilarious. Mm. The way she delivers that, just like, um, I'm not, like, homophobic. <laughs> I'm an ally. I'm an I ally. I cackled. Uh-huh. Oh my god, she's so funny. And just like, we thank you for your service. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny. I love them. <laughs> but yeah, Olivia commons an ally. Yeah. She can come into my house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that scene, it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Again, just a nice coming out scene. Yeah. Like, do, do we need. I oh, think of, like, Kurt coming out to his dad. Yeah, because, like, obviously, Bert is an ally king. But obviously. at the beginning, he's not 100% on board. No. Like... And he, he definitely has his moments where, like, obviously, it's good to represent the parents who. Mm. You know, the average parent who probably would struggle a little bit. But eventually comes around and just wants the best for you. Yeah. But it's nice to not see that, because that's anxiety-inducing for me. Yeah. And all the trauma that comes with Kurt's coming out. Like, I guess if you c- compare Kurt and Charlie, Kurt's the gay kid at school. Yeah. That everyone knows is gay. But God, there's so much horror that comes with that in Glee. Like Someone threatens his life. Mm-hmm. He has to move schools. Assaults him threatens his life mm-hmm. there's just bullying always even when he's denying that he's gay yeah they still bully him uh-huh. his parents can't go on their honeymoon because they have to use that money to send him to a private school where there's a no bullying policy but gets calls telling him your son is gay yeah Lol. and just and just Charlie's just the openly gay kid but it's not that bad yeah and it gets a different purpose of the show and I don't know I I don't I still don't fully know if that's what it is like in America. Yeah, I how much I don't that know. That is satire, and exaggeration. And how much of that is genuine? Yeah, it's one of those things, where like every bully is like that, so there must be some truth to it. But like I at the same so. time, we would wouldn't know. Yeah, th- th- it's it's always like that in American TV shows, and mm-hmm. I don't know if they're exaggerating or if that's true. Yeah. But yeah, it's so much. I mean, it's still hard for Charlie. but There's yeah, so much yeah. less trauma that comes with it. Mhm. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I just it's it's a really nice coming out scene for Nick. And there's so many others that I think about throughout. Yeah. Like I mean, I'm in the scene and of like Santana coming out to her abuela. Oh god. Oh, oh no. That's that and even the bad one, I think. And of. that turns out fine in the end, right? Like her abuela does end up supporting it. Yeah. But you still have that scene that's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I get that it's good to represent what probably happens a lot of the time. Yeah. But it's it's also just it sets a precedent for parents. I feel like if you turn on your TV yeah. and you see Olivia Coleman telling her mm-hmm. son, "That's wonderful, I love you." Yeah, it means that when your kid comes out to you, are you is your brain immediately going to go to all the parents you've seen on TV who react badly but are shown to be good in the end? Yeah, or are you going to think about Olivia Coleman being like, "That's great." Yeah, like it is important to show this positive representation because it is effective. Yeah, completely. Like just thinking about it now, like. Glee never ever showed like a good coming out to parents, because like if you think about Santana, obviously she you see the scene of her coming out to her brother and it doesn't go very well, and then the next day in Glee club she just casually says I came out to my parents and they were cool with it. Yeah. You never see the scene. Yeah, Kurt going out to Bert isn't great. Yeah, like. Obviously, at the at the Clayne britanna wedding, the parents are there. So you can presume <laughs> yeah. that all the parents are cool with Pamela it. Pamela Anderson is there. Pamela Anderson and Pierce Pierce are there. <laughs> Legends. <laughs> Legends only. So we know that they are cool with it. Yeah. But we never see that. Yeah. Imagine a nice scene of, like, Brittany coming out to Jennifer Coolidge and Ken yeah. Jeong, and they're cool with it. Yeah. That would have been so nice. Yeah. And I assume that they would have said, I don't know, that the, um, Brian Murphy and Brad Falchuk and Ian Brennan would have said, like, we didn't need Santana coming out to her parents because that's not the scene we wanted. Yeah. Oh, you didn't need it. And I know that Glee would often say that, you know, we're not there to be influential to kids. We're there to be funny. But, like, Glee often spends most of its time acting like it is the... Lord and Savior. Everyone Look. must listen to my important messages. Show so yeah, they know they're influential to kids. Yeah. It's important to have those scenes for the kids to feel comfortable. Yeah, for the parents to understand. It's just I don't know. It's nice yeah. and it it sets a precedent and just makes kids feel more comfortable. Yeah. Oh, completely. Like I would have. I would have absolutely loved that Olivia Coleman scene when I was younger. Yeah. That's the proper thing. I like. I'll be like, oh, okay. I really, I do wish I had that. Yeah. Cause like my parents don't listen to this podcast. That is the one thing I've learned. John and Sharon, turn it off. If 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 you are, I mean... Um, well, <laughs> well, Hi. Oh, no! Oh, fuck. <laughs> now we've thought about it. But, yeah, I don't know. Just to get, like, personal for a minute. I, I never came out to my parents. I never have. Yeah. I've never actually had to. So yeah. I never have. Yeah. And, like... I don't know. Just having a nice scene like that, it probably would have let me do it years ago. Yeah. Now I feel like I passed the point. Yeah, <laughs> you I, know? Think, I think a lot of people feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been so nice to yeah. have. I don't know. It might not have changed anything in my life. It might still be exactly where I am now. Maybe. But yeah, literally none of my family know anything about that. And I'm. I'm open to all of my friends. Yeah. Because you know, our generation's relatively cool. Yeah. But yeah, I know, that would have been so nice to have. I wish
1: yeah. I had that.
0: You know? Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's also just probably useful for kids to watch a show with their parents where something like that happens because mm-hmm. you can gauge their reactions. Like, yes. are they reacting okay? Because I think a lot of kids, you know, you don't know if your parents are cool with it. Mm-hmm. You don't know how homophobic your parents are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, d- you can maybe gauge, is this a safe environment for me to come out? Yeah. yeah, Yes, maybe it is. Or like, oh, their reaction is bad. Okay, maybe I should keep this to myself. Yeah, this isn't safe for me to do right now. Yeah. And I feel like one thing I always loved that my dad did, just I don't know why he did, Mm. when I was growing up, whenever like gay people would come for conversation, I suppose he'd always look at me and be like, oh, and if you are, that's cool, by the way. And we'd move on. And like, at the time I was like, dad, fuck off. Don't mention my (laughs) sexuality in front of me. Piss off, dad. But it always, I, looking back, I'm like, oh shit, I'm so glad he did that, because I was never worried about coming out to him. Oh, my God, that's a king. My dad's <laughs> a legend. <laughs> dad, if you're listening, turn this off. Maybe <laughs> too complimentary. Uh-huh. But yeah, I feel like, to be fair, my dad didn't... It's not like my dad saw this scene with Olivia Colman and was like, <laughs> yes, I know what to do now. But I think a lot of parents might be helped by a scene like this just to know that They might say things like that to their kids all the time of like, oh, I just got to make sure that this environment is okay for them. And maybe I'll let them know that, like, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe some kid might have watched this with their parents. And after that scene, their parent might have turned to them and been like, oh, by the way, if that's ever you, like, that's cool. It might have opened up, like, a conversation. I bet it probably did somewhere. Yeah, And just, I don't know. I imagine that for some parents who probably grew up in a time where things were relatively homophobic. Mm. If your kid comes out to you, it's probably a bit of a panic, right? Yeah. There's probably a bit in your brain where you're like, oh, this is not who I thought my child was, to yeah. different extents. And it, it might help you to have a dialogue that you've already seen yeah. of, like, I love you, that's great, I'm glad you told me. Just having Olivia Coleman say that, it probably helps give parents an idea of, like, oh, here's what I'm supposed to say, here's yeah. what kids want to hear, yeah. here's what all... Because we've all had people who've come out to them, they said just the wrong thing. Like I remember I came out to one friend and like she was fine with it but the first thing she said was just don't come on to me. And mm. I was like, ooh, we were we were next we were like on the pavement and I was like, oh, I want to jump into the road. Yeah. <laughs> don't say that to me. Yeah. That's awful mm-hmm. to assume that someone you've known your whole life is a predator all of a sudden. is insane. Yeah. But like even if you're you're accepting of someone who comes out, it's helpful just to know the nice things to say yeah. to make them feel better. Yeah. And that like I love you, that's cool, I'm glad you told me, is like a nice thing to help people know to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a delicate moment, and I feel like I'm glad this scene exists, because yeah. it helped people all around. Yeah. And it's it's fun to have satirical shows like Glee that are meant to be funny and weird and mm. sometimes quite brash and pretty painful. Yeah. But it's so much more important to have scenes like this. Yeah, it is. I'm sorry. Just. And I'm glad it exists. Yeah. It's quite just lovely. Like, the way that she hugs Nick, I feel like oh. I'm being hugged. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just so comforting. Yeah. It's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> we got way too serious because it's Pride uh, Month. Oh yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Should I share my coming out story while we're here? Yeah, cool. It's not very interesting. <laughs> basically, it's super quick, but it's just because it was super wholesome. Mm. That basically, oh God, at the time my cat was dying, and it was very sad. Yeah. My cat was very oh, sick. Yeah. It was really, really sad. And I was, like, super upset. Like, I'd never had a pet die before. I think I was... It was in, like, 2018. 2018? I came out to my dad when I was 16. Mm. I knew when I was 14, but, like, it was 18. And I hadn't told anyone. Because, basically, I did not want to come out. Because it's kind of humiliating to stand mm. there and be like, parents? Like, it feels like you're admitting something wrong. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Because I hadn't done anything wrong. So I wanted to make it as obvious as possible and I wanted everyone to figure it out. Yeah. Some of them did. But basically I was really, really sad. I was watching Glee. <laughs> oh, I just no. remembered I was actually watching Glee at the time. Glee always finds a way into the story. <laughs> and I, but my mum was watching TV in the living room. So I went in and I sat next to her and we were just kind of like sitting there. And I, I remember I turned to her and I was like, Mom, d- did you know I was bisexual? Mm-hmm. And she went, "Sorry, what was that?" Like she did not <laughs> hear me. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, I was again. Okay, did you know I was bisexual? And she just went, "Oh no, I don't. I don't think I did." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh okay." And we kind of just sat there quietly. And after a while, I was like, "Is that okay?" And she was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's fine." And that was it. Aww. And it was just super sweet. That's nice. That's yeah. Nice, nice and chill. But I knew she was cool. Because a couple of years earlier, I'd walked into the living room and my mum was sobbing. Mm-hmm. She was, like, looking at a newspaper, sobbing. And I was like, mum, oh my god, are you okay? And she showed me the newspaper and it was at a Pride event, like, a cop had proposed to his boyfriend mm-hmm. at the Pride event. He was, like, I guess, like, protecting <laughs> in front of everyone. And she was crying. And she was like, it's just so beautiful uh-huh. that they did this in public. And I was like, oh, I'm good. Oh, we're going to be fine. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> my parents are fine. Yeah, yeah so comedic thinking back on that. Just like, oh, thanks, (laughs) mum. Just like crying in a newspaper of gay people. (laughs) So funny. Oh, bless her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mine was very wholesome. I told my dad I was bi when I was 16 while he was driving, which was probably a bad idea. Do you know what? When I was younger, when I had optimism that I would, I would Google how to come out to your parents, and they always said, don't do it while someone's driving. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oops. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you broke the number one rule. I did. I didn't look up the newspaper. Mm-hmm. I didn't look up the websites. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't crash but, the car. Yeah. Good kids out there, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Just in case. I can't remember why. I, I mean, know. you might crash. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, your <laughs> your parents might oh crash the car. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think it was mainly for like your so star? so someone's focused No, it's mainly because oh. like someone's like focused on you. You want like oh, I don't know. Right. You're a bit distracted when like you're driving. I think that's why I told him. Yeah, because I, it felt less awkward, and it felt. I think it was like a by the way thing. Yeah. By, by the, the way. By the way. <laughs> yeah. Kids don't do that in case they crash the car. Yeah. I think also you're you're also like stuck in there with someone. Like if they react badly, you can't leave. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. Either way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we have queer people who listen. Do you think so? Yeah. I hope so. Probably, right? I don't know. What if all our listeners are cis men? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> we have not pandered to the audience. <laughs> Oh fuck, okay. Um shit, okay, who are we okay, doing next so week? So Harry is the best character. Who are we doing next week? We're doing I don't who's, know who's the straightest... what are straight people like. I don't know. Every character I think of, I'm like, nah, that kinda gay though. Nah. <laughs> Cause I only care about gay people. Yeah. What what are, what do straight people enjoy? Chris Pratt? Um. Next week we're doing Chris Pratt. <laughs> We've invited him on the show. <laughs> We've somehow got Chris Pratt. I'm like, on is, the show. What are straight people watching? Like football. <laughs> um, what fictional things do straight people watch? Like, I don't know. Do straight people enjoy media? I don't know. Tom Cruise movies maybe? Tom Cruise. We're talking about Ethan Hunt next week. Ethan Hunt. Ethan I'm Hunt. not watching those movies again. I can't do it. <laughs> Oh, James McAvoy played a lot of straight men. We'll talk about all those straight characters. <laughs> I'll be quick. <laughs> who, was <the laughs> who was the straightest? I forget. Who topped the straight list? Nicholas, maybe? Oh, no. no, Bruce. Bruce. Ooh, it must have been Bruce. Hold on. From um Filth, in case this makes it in. <laughs> it will not, but yeah, in case it makes it in. No, someone must have been straighter, right? Tori so. James was the straightest, which is his guy together. <gasps> Tori James. A good shout. Yeah. Even straighter was Lord Asriel, which yeah. I think is a good shout yeah, for his straight. dark materials. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? Bruce was actually not that low on the straightness. Or oh. high on the straightness. Interesting. I think even though he was the only one who was canonically a massive homophobe, yeah. uh, he, he gave bi vibes. Yeah, I remember you saying that a few <laughs> times. Like, yeah, okay. David, very straight. Mm. I have David in brackets, not an ally, because he murders the lesbian. Yeah, yeah. Dennis, pretty straight. Bill, pretty straight. Yeah. And the gnome. The gnome. <laughs> he was very straight. Uh-huh. We'll do that. We'll we'll talk about James McAvoy's straight people. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways. That was fun. Are we going to do fan fiction or are we going to leave it? Do you want to do it? I'm down to do it.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay they're the normal people this is so difficult what are their hogwarts houses oh charlie's a hufflepuff are they both hufflepuffs oh i think they are that's cute i love that for them that's cute oh they're so sweet oh yeah that's perfect yeah how do they vote um the children <laughs> when they do vote labor when they turn 18 they vote labor what job do you think they have? I mean, I assume we know canonically at some point what they grew up to do. Yeah, it's probably... The answer's probably out there somewhere. Gamers. They are gamers. They have podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Nick being, a, like, a teacher. Oh, like a primary school teacher. Yeah. I'm a primary school teacher. What do you think Charlie would do? He likes his drums, doesn't he? Maybe just... Drums? That's not a job. I sound like <laughs> such a boomer. Oh my god! Oh Margaret. no! I've become my parents. Drums is not a job. Drumming is not a job. That's a hobby. <laughs> oh no. no! You can drum all you want, Charlie. I feel like he drums like in like an orchestra or something though. Not in like. He's not in a, like a band. Am I insane to find it weird the idea of picturing like, a giant orchestra and someone in the back being like, boom, <laughs> boom, yeah I mean no, you can have drums and all they've like whiplash I guess so drums in an, in like I, I want Charlie to stay far away from whiplash yeah that movie's horrifying if he walks in and J.K. Simmons' oh yelling tempo uh huh run 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 from those chairs <laughs> but oh no I, I don't imagine poor Charlie <laughs> being subjected to that I guess alright drop drums <laughs> <laughs> <Such a> boomer <laughs> <laughs> Supported. I'm just saying I can't picture it. <laughs> oh, Maybe doesn't. he's an influencer who plays the drums. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. How would you rate them out of ten? Um oh well, I'll give them a ten out of ten. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. No flaws. Nothing. No flaws? No single floor. I find that hard to believe. No, they're both flawless. <laughs> Aw. They're very sweet. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're both five out of ten, so they can make ten together. <laughs> who would they get along with, with a lot of the characters? And not not all of them, but who, who do you think they would get along with a lot? All the other characters we've done so far. I realise I always pose like this them. question. I never say it's all the characters we've done so far on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Magnus would love them. Magnus would like them. I mean... Mori- yeah, Moriarty would. <laughs> <Most> of- <laughs> Moriarty! would not. <laughs> no. No. Most of the Eternals and most of Encanto would. I think all of Encanto would. All of Encanto would really like them. Yeah. Uh, Steve would. Yeah, Steve would. Steve's an ally. Steve is bisexual. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think Steve and Nick would get along. Yeah. I mean, Catelyn and Olivia Coleman Besties. Best mums. Yeah, they go to book club together. Oh, I love that for them. Mm-hmm. Olivia Colman's like, yeah, my son just came out. And Catlin's like, all of my kids have come out to me. I know that <laughs> All of my kids are so gay. <laughs> I have the gayest set of children. It's such a disaster. I feel like Arbed would like Charlie. Oh, yeah. 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 I think Vision would want to adopt them because he misses yeah. his own gay sons. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe they can hang out with Wiccan. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Mm-hmm. Would Eleanor hang out with them? She's also dumb. She'd just be like dweebs, <laughs> and She'd bully them. She'd, bully she'd these make kids. fun of them. Mm-hmm. And Jamie would also bully them. Oh, no. well, that's sadder, because Jamie's actually awful. <laughs> At least Eleanor's a protagonist. <laughs> Can't believe you brought up Moriarty. Who would Moriarty <laughs> like more? Nickel Charlie. Nickel Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, Charlie. You'd respect the intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I think he looks a bit like Sherlock. <laughs> <laughs> so he very <laughs> often quite likes yeah. him. I think he'd then be disappointed to find that Charlie is not like Sherlock. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it, now I kind of want to see him be young Sherlock. It's the same hair. Oh, he'd be a good young Sherlock, wouldn't he? I'd watch that. His name is Joe Locke, it's perfect. <gasps> and, and don't you think that Kate Connors could be John? They could be oh the my accurate god. They, Oh my god, they could become the John Locke that we deserve. Yeah. Do you know what we never mentioned it, but I think our heartstopper was also just John Locke. <laughs> yeah, its... We were trying to stick to canon, but yeah, honestly John Locke. Yeah. They, oh my god, they, they, they became they John the very thing we sought to destroy. Mm-hmm. They become John Locke. Yeah. Holy oh. shit. I love that. I for love them. that so much. Didn't they like us? I think they yeah. would. Yeah, they would. Yeah. What are their Taylor Swift albums? Oh, oh. Okay, so I think, I think Charlie is like a hundred percent the folklore Evermore, right? Yeah. 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 I might be a bit biased because Joe Locke said his favorite Taylor Swift song was Champagne Problems, and that's Evermore. Well, there you go. So maybe that makes me lean more towards Evermore, but I think he likes them both equally. I see Evermore. He's more colorful to me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then Nick. Nick. Maybe it's like red. I was thinking red. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love them. They're like ours. Yeah. Oh, I think I'm more 1989, aren't I? Do you think? I think I prefer red, but mm. I think I'm more like 1989. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That makes no sense and no one cares. <laughs> it anyway. makes perfect sense and everyone um, cares. All right. Are you ready for my favourite question? Go on. Could we fight them? Oh yes we could it's so immoral but we could <laughs> well okay we could we could fight charlie yeah he, he's a bit tall but i think we could yeah i think we could nick i'm more afraid rugby lad. rugby but we are adult no he's no. still bigger than us yeah, i don't I think, think. I th- yeah we could take charlie but not nick could we take nick on together maybe maybe yeah two of us want to fit no would still win there's a better chance, but still no. Yeah. I think we could take on Charlie. Yeah. But we won't because they're children. We won't because they're children and they're also gays and I don't think gays are allowed to fight gays. That mm-hmm. feels like a hate crime. Mm-hmm. So. Yes. <laughs> but I love asking, could we fight them? Because we never can. And we can Unless 50% it's a rat. fight them this time. <laughs> Unless it's a rat, then we can fight the rat. Oh, what would they do in a different universe? What do you mean? Like a different, like, fantasy universe. What would they be like? What would they do? I don't want to put them in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones are so violent. No, Keep keep them away. Violent and homophobic What do you think they were doing, like, Star Wars? Ooh. I think Nick's a Jedi. Yeah. I could see Nick doing full shit. Nick's Nick's a Jedi. I think Charlie's his, like, tech friend. (laughs) Who, like, helps him out. (laughs) Oh, yeah. 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 I see that for them. I could see Nick being, like, a knight. In like, a fantasy world. I mean, they are Arthur and Merlin. <laughs> oh my god, they are! <laughs> Charlie oh, is like the magician. Yeah! And, and Nick you have the is awkwardness there. in their hair. Mm hmm. Oh! They are literally Arthur and Merlin. That's so perfect. And BBC Sherlock.
1: Merlin!
0: No, I said BBC Sherlock, but <gasps> BBC Merlin. BBC <gasps> <gasps> oh. Merlin. Oh. They are both Sherlock and Merlin. Yeah. They're perfect. Oh my god. Oh. Cute. I feel like Merlin and Arthur were also a heartstopper. But to be fair, I don't think I realised they were Not gay when much. I was a kid. No, because it was. We were like 11 when we watched the show, right? Yeah. Like, and then we like watched it again. It was so like, we were like, oh, this is gay. This is extremely gay. Yeah. How good are they at chess? Charlie's good at chess, Nick isn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you think he teaches Nick chess? I think he tries. Do you think Nick's any good? No. <laughs> Oh, bless it. <laughs> I think Nick watches Queen's Gambit. But oh, yeah. it's not good at chess. Yeah. What do they dress as for Halloween? Do they do a couple's costume? Oh, they do. Maybe, no. I think Nick has always worn his rugby uniform at Halloween, but mm. actually dresses up with Charlie. Yeah, and they definitely do a couple's costume. I, I can't mean, they figure could out what do Sherlock be. and John. It's like a couple's costume thing. Charlie wears like a little Sherlock Holmes outfit. I don't know what John wears. (laughs) Classically. (laughs) To be fair, that makes sense that Nick would just show up in like a a shirt and be like, I'm John Watson. (laughs) Yeah. I could imagine Charlie having gay panic for Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. That feels accurate. I feel like if we'd seen his scene, the Pirates of the Caribbean scene, his would have been watching (laughs) BBC Sherlock and seeing Benedict Cumberbatch and being like, oh, fuck. Oh, damn hmm. Yeah. I think he shipped it. I think we're missing the John Locke poster in his room, but there was one. Yes. Unless m- maybe it's too modern. Do, do young people. Oh god, we're today- old! <laughs> but do they, do they care about BBC Sherlock? Young people today? I don't know. Is it just us? They wouldn't have John Locke posters. No. <laughs> we're too old. We're only 22 and we're too old. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know what supernatural is oh god no they do and they hate it <laughs> as they should as they should <laughs> what did we learn today um the gay media can be happy Aww. And that a lot of the times it should be happy yeah and ryan murphy i'm <laughs> concerned for you <laughs> i'm always concerned for ryan murphy <laughs> yeah. yeah what did you learned Pride, I guess. Yeah. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And we can still do our podcast. That's what I learned. Yeah. We haven't recorded <laughs> yeah. in months. And I was ever so slightly nervous. But we, we still got it. We still got it, baby. Mm-hmm. Look at us. Who would thought? Not me. Paul Rudd, also an ally? I hope so. <laughs> Remains to be seen. <laughs> He's probably done something gay feel like a lot of actors like that have something in their filmography where you're like, oh my god, you got gay? Yeah, probably, yeah. We done? <laughs> I think we're done. Okay. I think we're just going to keep talking shit of all this. Yeah, we need to stop. We'll mm-hmm. talk shit off mic. Yeah. Yeah. This was fun. This is very fun. Yeah, I've missed this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Feels good. hmm Are we going to be doing this more frequently? We're going to definitely try, aren't we? <laughs> we're going to give it a go. Who knows? Mm-hmm. It's summer now. Done with the exams. Yeah. Everything's chill. We're done with our degrees. So yeah. we're trying to do once a week, aren't we? We're going to give it a go. Mm-hmm. See how it goes. Yeah. For so. a couple months. Every Tuesday, tune in, and there hopefully should be an episode. Hopefully. Oh, God. Hopefully. We'll yeah. give it a go. Mm-hmm. It's exciting. Yeah. We don't really know. What... Well, our schedule's a little bit up in the air, so we can't really say who we're doing next week, I don't think. No. I don't think we really it know. We have some ideas. Yeah. So just, it's a surprise. It's going to be a fun surprise. Yeah. (laughs) We're going to choose someone stupid. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. We never make good choices here. No, no, no. It will be someone ridiculous and niche that no one's heard of. I can't wait. But thank you for listening, anyone that ever does. It's Mm -hmm. very cool. To be fair, we love doing this anyway. Yeah, we wouldn't. We would still be doing this if no one listened. Mm. We would quite happily still be doing this. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's extremely cool whenever someone does. I know. We get yeah. very happy every time the little ticker goes up with I a know. new click. We get so excited. I remember when we started, we were like, we're not gonna, we're not gonna look at any listens. <laughs> we're not gonna know because it's just gonna make us feel bad. And I still check it, being like, oh my god, someone listened. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get so excited. Yeah. But thank you. It means a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm. we'll follow our socials. We are. Oh, can I remember? <laughs> oh my god! What are we? We are character we're nowhere. chaos. We're right here, and nowhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're yeah. We're character chaos underscore on Twitter. Yes. Character dot chaos on Instagram and character chaos on TikTok. Nice there so we done. go. Lovely. Our TikTok's fun, isn't it? Yeah. You do it. By the yeah. way, thank you. No problem. If you ever see anything on the TikTok. Oh, just on social media. media, it's Rihanna. It's me, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I try and like type from a objective like third person, but it is oh, me. Are you pretending to be me? Impersonation. I'm pretending to be both of us. You're misrepresenting me. I can already feel sure, it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always you. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing that. No problem, but yeah, give us a follow and everything. Yeah. If you'd like to. We put up some fun clips on the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like when like episodes come up and when like like little hints to what like next episodes are gonna be mm. and stuff like that, so Yeah. 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 Okay. So That's it's a, a good time. That's yeah, everything. Cool. Cool. Okay. Alright, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. See you next week. See you soon. Bye bye. Bye.